Hello everyone, I'm Bruffy1322 and welcome to episode 41, the Christmas special. Arnie T's holding Whoa. up a sign with Christmas season's greetings because he didn't have a hat, which I've got a hat. I got a hat, I got a, I got a Christmas t-shirt with Stormtroopers on it. And Noss is hearing everything. That. Anyway, you can welcome be there to the Christmas we special <laughs> with my usual co-host, Sugarfree Noss. Hello, hello. <laughs> I'm sick, by the way. I've got lumbago. It's 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 a terminal condition. If I overdo it, I get relapse. So I'm gonna be taking it easy. Uh, I'm Daddy T down there. Hello, I have uh, terminal. I'm hungover. <laughs> it's amazing. It's the first podcast in a month, and and now, I mean, I had to update Skype before this as well. So it, it's like it's like I mean, it's like we don't care anymore. Well, yeah. I mean, we have this thing once a year, so. <laughs> yeah. It's a Christmas yeah, special. Christmas. We didn't, did we do a Christmas special last year? I feel like we did a podcast around Christmas, but we didn't do a Christmas. Oh, I was in Sweden. Yeah. yeah Sweden. Uh, That's right. Man, we've been doing on. the podcast for a long time now. <laughs> yeah. If you think about it. <laughs> it's been a while, hasn't it? I like how yeah. people are putting in the chat the, the Santa hat emote. I'm, I'm doing it for real now. Got my, got my Santa hat. Um, but yeah, there's so much to talk about. Like I, I've I've been looking forward yes. to this podcast more than more than the others for a long time. Like this is probably yeah, this might be the podcast I've been looking forward to most, just because there's so much to talk about. So yes. we're gonna go over Christmas stuff, Christmas traditions, how we all celebrate Christmas, how much seemingly Nos hates it as we've learned in the pre-show. Um, Ridiculous. The Arena War DLC for GTA we're going to talk about, Red Dead Online, um, a few other little things as well, the usual gaming news and community questions and stuff, and then at the very end, we're going to save it to the end, we're going to talk about Red Dead Redemption 2 story. Spoilers are going to be at the end. Spoiler discussion. Everything is being spoiled. Okay. Yes, everything. Yeah, at the ver- so you can watch, oh, as soon as the choke of the week is finished at the end of the show, if you haven't finished it, you don't need spoilers, we'll see as well, but... That's the moment to tell. We will off. be telling you who gets lumbago. Every <laughs> it will all chapter. be revealed. <laughs> yes. All um, those affected by lumbago will be revealed. So, uh, so I mean, I guess we'll start with Christmas. It is the Christmas special. This is going to go Christmas. up. This is Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. No, happy holidays. Well. All right, oh, we gosh. must fight in the war. The war so, on Christmas. I'm the, a valiant the, warrior. <laughs> You're on the wrong side of history here. <laughs> it would be the first time my people have been on the wrong side of history. So. The, uh, uh, this episode is going to go up on the 24th, so Christmas Eve, which is yeah. um, it's going to go up on YouTube and, and be released to Spotify and, and iTunes and general. Nobody listens listening. on there anyway. So. I don't know. Santa, I think we don't, it's coming I, early for you guys. I don't get the the uh, analytics for Spotify yet, unfortunately. They're, they're working it out, the people who I use for uh, hosting the podcast. But we get we still get a good number of people listening, at least on you know iTunes or any other podcast listening device. But yeah, I don't, I don't know how many people listen on Spotify. If you're a Spotify user, shout out in the... Co- oh. I was going to say shout out in the YouTube comments, but you're not watching yeah, you're it. You're listening on, on Spotify. Website. You're not on YouTube. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, Good one. Yeah, I know. So, uh, yeah, Christmas Christmas traditions. The, the, this is going up on the 24th, which before 
we we talk about our Christmas traditions. I spent uh, Christmas in Sweden last year, as we mentioned, and uh, I think this is the same for the majority of Europe. They celebrate Christmas on the twenty fourth. So really, Christmas Eve, and I believe it's on the the night of Christmas Eve. That's when the presents come. That's when Santa arrives supposedly and gives out the presents. Uh, and you open your presents on Christmas Eve, uh, and then Christmas you open Day your presents is... on Christmas Eve. Yeah, the night wow. of Christmas I Eve knew... makes no sense. <laughs> I knew you guys were backwards. And what do you whoa, 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 don't say we. Yeah, it's not me. Come down the, the <laughs> chimney. Like no, the point is Christmas Eve. You leave out the cookies that spoiler alert your parents eat because Santa is real, and then uh... <laughs> Damn, <laughs> and bro. then and then in the morning. That's when you open your presents because Santa will have brought them down your. Gym. That's what I That's said. Uh, he would have. He would have broken into your home. On no, you the just said 24th. you opened presents on Christmas Eve. That's well, incorrect. Not, yeah. I, I mean, that, no, that's what I said when I was trying to justify how silly it was to open stuff on Christmas oh. Eve. Like I was saying, you know, Santa comes down the chimney during the night, and then your presents are there on the morning. See, Phil Hoff, he's, he's from Germany. I celebrate and open my presents on the twenty fourth. It seems like it's a, a common thing in Europe, not in Britain, but the rest of Europe. Although Britain's not going to be Europe much longer anyway. So, um, hey, <laughs> so yeah, it, I I found it quite strange, uh, and the experience of doing it, you know, that the, the Christmas Day felt more like what I would call Boxing Day, the the twenty sixth, the day after Christmas. That's what it felt like when I was experiencing the Swedish Christmas. Um, and that's why I streamed on Christmas Day for the first time ever last year, because it just felt like, you know... <laughs> a regular day. A regular day. <laughs> or the, just, it just felt like the day after Christmas. Um, so actually, what's today's date? The 25th? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing going on. Nothing uh, going so, on today. So I thought I would, you know, put in a quick mention about the, the, the European way of doing things before we get into our way of doing things, but... Ooh. I mean, I, I'm Pinky guessing up, European. <laughs> I'm guessing you guys are the same, right? In America, you open the stuff on the morning of the 25th, and uh, you know, San- yeah, like you said, Santa comes down the chimney, leaves all the presents. You wake up all excited. You run downstairs or whatever, and open the presents. Downstairs. <laughs> downstairs. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. 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 <laughs> downstairs. Sorry. I've sorry. never, I've never lived in a domicile with stairs <laughs> in it. Like, Oh okay. my goodness! You and your stare privilege. Sorry. You think we just Sorry. we just all descend from the heavens to well, our first floor? You step through the beaded divider into the living room. <laughs> well, I come from the UK, and I've lived my life in like terraced housing. Apart from now, my life has been pretty much in terraced housing, which is like really, <laughs> really thin. In what? Ha- what? In terraced. Yeah, te- terrorist. Te- ter- okay, te- it sounds like you're saying in terrorist housing. No, te- terrorist <laughs> housing. Yeah, no, no, not terrorist. Like. Terrorist. I just grew up around terrorists. It was, <laughs> it was a humble upbringing. Like, these are really thin, thin houses that have two floors, but, you know, they're, they're pretty skinny and all, all the walls connect. You've probably seen pictures of UK stuff for yeah. housing but that you know that's what i know so although it sounds like you know we've got two floors you run downstairs it's it's nothing special it's like it's still pretty small housing but um there's yeah. a young wizard living underneath your stairs everyone has <laughs> yeah. that right yeah that that's pretty sim- yeah that's the same God. um so so yeah the 25th 
is how I've always Ooh. opened presents on the morning. I was gotten excited and gone downstairs, opened presents, uh, and then having a, a Christmas dinner uh, around sort of, I don't know, two, three o'clock. And then uh, I guess just sit around, maybe play a board game I used to do when I was younger with, with family. We used to go to my grandparents quite often for, for Christmas Day. Uh, and we'd have a family around there and, you know, play some games. And that's pretty much Christmas, isn't it? Like, not an awful lot beyond that. You get stuff, you yeah. do stuff. and family. Time. I feel like Christmas Eve is the big dinner. Like, you're like, oh, well, this little baby baby boy is going to be born tomorrow. And uh, so let's eat a bunch of food. And then we'll wake up and open up all of our presents that Santa brought while our parents cry because they're now in crippling debt that's just right. happen to go yeah, hand yeah. in hand that's where i was gonna go uh, <laughs> netrex uh, said uh 25th is for my direction of conversation <laughs> when Net netrex in the chat said 25th is for relaxing 24th is for opening gifts get with it but that that's like that's just you're, you're a day too early the 25th is for opening gifts and the 26th which is boxing day in the uk you you guys don't call the 26th boxing day, yeah right? i don't what is boxing day well historically people in britain used to actually open gifts on the 26th so you'd give boxes and like a a way to call christmas presents is your your christmas box as well is a is another term and it was all opened on the 26th that's where the day Uh, boxing day comes yeah i can see why brexit happened (laughs) (laughs) it's all such a mismatch though why doesn't everyone just open on the 25th it's christmas day that's the day yeah it's that's the day yeah it's like you don't open presents the day before your birthday but do you do you have like a, a big you know you just said the the christmas eve is like the big dinner sort of thing because to, to me christmas eve is never really anything special we don't have a you know any big food or anything like that it's just kind of a nice chilled out night before the big day the next day before the baby jesus <laughs> celebration but but do you guys have like a, a set thing that you always do every Christmas Eve? Every Christmas Eve, we get to open one present. Uh, I've never had. That. Yeah, that's that's pretty common. Yeah. Okay. That's base. That's really See, because kids just whine and cry, and the parents can't deal with it. So here, <laughs> God, take this present. And shut shoot. up. <laughs> that's, that's been my that's been my experience. Okay. So. Nos, what I mean, we we talked about this during the pre-show. Why, why, why are you so against Christmas? What's wrong? Yeah, What's why, wrong? Is why are Grinch. you for Christmas? Okay, why are you for like just putting yourselves into well, crippling like, financial ruin? It's just, just not, you know, goodwill and gifts brats, and being nice to everybody. Anyway, <laughs> children, they're like presents. Stop, stop. Nos, how many children do you have? <laughs> well, I, no, I'm just look. All right, <laughs> you see that I'm beard? <laughs> it's coming out in a nicely. couple months there's gonna be some little nasses running yeah. around no i just i just don't like christmas i've never had a big family i don't i don't like christmas it's i mean it just so know, what, what do you was what always do you, stressful what do you do on christmas what is your nothing. what is your standard christmas nothing i mean i haven't had every christmas has kind of been different like okay. for the past 10 years i can't remember the last time i opened a christmas present probably over 10 years ago now oh yeah something like that so okay it's the saddest thing i've ever heard wow yeah. we need to get nasa hallmark movie like, <laughs> you know, move. no i'm not an attractive blonde woman so i couldn't star in a hallmark movie 
An attractive blonde woman working in the big city, and she has to go home for the holidays, and she falls in love with with a veteran boys. Yeah, it's always a veteran. <laughs> with a veteran. <laughs> yeah. I mean that that's a that's a, a an interesting point because it, Christmas is generally you know everybody hypes up about Christmas and it's all nice and everyone's happy about it, but it is possibly one of the most difficult times of year for a lot of people as well. Oh, like, absolutely. Especially I mean, people imagine. who are you know alone; they don't have extended families or even close family. <laughs> Did your Alexa just turn on? <laughs> Um, you know, that's people... why they sell this in bottles for people. Is that like right? That. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I, I it's, it, it is you know a difficult time for people, and and I guess we should say something like you know, it, it's just a day, it's just a day like the rest of them. We're all still gonna be here it's after just it. Just a day where everybody else is happy and you're sad and you're alone. You know, so all right. everybody's getting just, all these just... things they wanted, and then that you get nothing because. Uh, poverty and and trailers and, and you look out your window and you see a 10 year old boy on the big wheel that you wanted when you were five and oh, your dad said he was going out dude I did actually want a big wheel when I was uh, oh. <laughs> your dad oh, said he was going out to get it and he never came back man oh, I was expecting this yeah. to be all a nice uh, nice joyful experience but you were the one that decided to turn it this way don't put this on us <laughs> That's all you. What are you talking about? No, I love... There is a little bit of stress in Christmas. Like, I always feel like I have to react a certain way to getting a present. And you're like, oh... Oh! Oh! A sweater I'll never wear. I really wanted these socks. This is great. And then, you know, they I got them a freaking iPod, and they're like, cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, see, why? Why do we sit? Why do we fit? Why is this okay? Why is Christmas okay? Why is that situation okay? Because you go, <laughs> it's you go the out of your way. Counts, no, it's not. Thoughts count for nothing. Only actions do. Stop. Stop. <sighs> Christmas uh, is bad. I don't know about that, man. You don't, you don't like thoughts? Terrible. You don't like, uh, what about feelings? You don't like making people feel good? Facts like, don't care about your feelings, RDT. <laughs> feelings are a fact of life though incorrect that's fake yep. news yeah. <laughs> it's fake news this is in an interesting direction let's put it that way if you can't suppress your feelings you're not a functioning human being you got these nerds on the internet arguing about Christmas They're, they don't have the guts to say Merry Christmas online <laughs> they put chemicals in the eggnog that turn the freaking reindeer gay. <laughs> I think I've got the perfect catchphrase for you for Nos is, is Christmas for snowflakes. <laughs> um, God forbid we show kindness to each other. But look, show kindness, stop. Show <laughs> kindness to each other every other day of the year. Why do you need the baby Jesus as an excuse to be kind? That's, a, that's also a thing that, like, I feel, at least from my upbringing, Christmas has never been an overly religious experience. Well, in fact, it's pretty much not been religious at all. Uh, so I, I don't know whether it's slightly different in America because it feels like maybe the US is a bit more religious than maybe Britain is. But, you know, it's... It's a good point. Why why do we need one day and, you know, Christmas itself to be 
to 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 be nice to people. Why do they need to have all that good feeling I've only just got for enough Christmas? Niceness, niceness in the emotional bank account for one day, so I might as well. <laughs> might as well put it all into one day. Corporate America just needs more money, Bruffy. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. So they just create this big heist. I mean, I love Christmas. I, I think it's great. I love Christmas movies. Not that I've watched any of them. I love the old claymation ones where they, well, you know, you put one foot in front of the other. Doo -doo -doo -doo. You know that one with the heat mod? No, that's a I different one. I don't know that. That's Santa Claus is Coming to Town, isn't it? I don't know. I think so. I have no idea. You don't I, know these movies? I have no idea I what know, you're talking I steer about. Like, I watch It's a Wonderful Life with my grandmother. That's about as far as I You go. don't know the old, like, uh, Rudolph and the Island of the Misfit Toys? No. That means nothing to me. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh my god. I mean Christmas god, movies to me are, are um National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That is Die Hard. And Die Hard. Anybody who says Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie needs to just leave immediately. Well, it can be yeah. a Christmas movie if people will stop like presenting this that you know, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Like they're like they're like it's some like kind of revelation fire. from God that no one <laughs> yeah. else has come up with before. Yeah, I'm so sick. My favorite movie is Die Hard because I'm a unique and special individual. Stop. Yo, stop. you <laughs> you're a real Scrooge, man. <laughs> Maybe so, but listen, I'm so Charles sick like, of it. He ends up loving Christmas, so I still have some hope for you, Nas. That you're gonna turn that well, dark. Well, as soon cold, as as, 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 th as soon as three spirits come down from heaven and convince me that Christmas is good, <laughs> I will. You will be the first to know. But until then, I hate Christmas. So, <laughs> oh man, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. It's the, it's such a great Christmas movie. I don't watch regular Christmas movies because I'm unique. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Krampus. That's a really good Christmas movie. Did you have you guys seen that? No. Okay. Well, it's new. It's it's more. Oh, recent. okay. Uh, um, um. So, when it comes to because it feels like you guys have like a pre-Christmas with Thanksgiving. It feels like pre-Christmas. Like, you mean you mean every month since like July? <laughs> but like, but like your Thanksgiving incorporates a lot of what I would consider to do, you know, on Christmas Day. So like. How how do you because I've never gotten how do you distinguish between Thanksgiving and Christmas? It well, seems like it's you know you get together you know, with family celebrating you eat, the obliteration that's it, right? of a race and you know I'm no smart. but I'm outside of I read <laughs> listen I read Columbus's Wikipedia page I know the truth okay <laughs> <laughs> I know the truth but it has nothing to do with Columbus <laughs> <laughs> it's fine see that's that's the joke. Anyway. But I I said this in the last podcast because yeah. it was a month ago around Thanksgiving was that Abraham Lincoln made it to be thankful for all the things during the Civil War. Yeah, but like outside of the reasons for having it, like what is actually functionally different it's just on the a big day? Family meal. Well, I, I mean, if that's all you get out of Christmas, then is Christmas really that special? I mean, there's no gifts, there's no anything like it's just a big family yeah. meal. Yeah, you just get together. You, it's an excuse to hang out and drink and yeah. eat. And the big difference is, um, have you ever seen, uh, Bruff? I don't know if you have them in England. Have you ever seen a calendar? <laughs> Thanksgiving is in November and Christmas <laughs> is in December. So that's the main difference. Well, how do you distinguish those two from Halloween? I mean, they're both, they're all three. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that's another, that's a huge, that's a huge step. 
It's all it's all just why. a big corporate conspiracy, and all these things are just to make money and sell cards and, and presents and keep <laughs> the economy. Real life shark cards. <laughs> yeah. All right, fair enough. Well, uh, you guys, Christmas dinner. You have ham. Right? That's a pretty voodoo. Bring yeah, voodoo brings up a good point. Thanksgiving's more about extended family, and Christmas is more about your localized family. Okay, yeah, all right, that that years. makes it okay. That makes sense. That's the that's point. A, that, there's a functional difference that I can get behind. Yeah, let's get yeah. together and feast and catch up, and then this is like let's just spend all our money. Okay, for me, I think Christmas has been a bit of a mix between those two things. It's not just small family; it is a little bit of extended family, but not like you know third cousins from across the country or something like that. But it's interesting the differences in you know country of how we celebrate things. Anyway, um, Christmas dinner, the last thing that I want to actually ask you guys about. You have mm-hmm. ham. I think that's traditionally what it's supposed to be, but I mean... And you have turkey on Thanksgiving. Yes. Because they have ham Some in people have Europe as well, I believe. And here it's turkey. Do you even have turkey in your country? Yeah, Are what there the even hell? wild turkey in your country? Yes. Do you have to import them all from... No. I don't we, do that. We're, I, yeah, I don't think so. We're a pretty developed country, you know. We, we, we have... That's... No, I'm not arguing that you don't right, have not... access to turkey. I'm arguing that are there wild turkey in England? Yeah. Yes. We that's have what the I facility to have live birds <laughs> running around the countryside. <laughs> north. We're yeah. not that antiquated, thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I've, I've, I've seen some documentaries of the north of England, and uh, developed would be a strong way to describe that. All right, that's, yeah, let's not talk about the north of England, shall we? Shall we <laughs> I, I'm hosting Christmas this year. It's, I'm, I'm becoming ah. a big boy. I'm actually, you know, having all family round, and I've bought a turkey. Well, I'm, I'm picking it up tomorrow, actually, but that'll be yesterday for anyone listening. But a big uh, butterball. Do you guys have those brands over there? Uh, no. At least I don't butterball think so. Like fucking gigantic. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, like I don't know. I, I'm hoping it's big because it's got to feed a lot of people. So. How many people is Tony coming with his baby? The no. baby, the newborn baby, Tony. Hey, no. has he sold that MX5 yet? <laughs> I don't know actually. <laughs> I, I imagine I imagine he would have done since you know he has baby now. I imagine he needs something a little bit more well, practical. I mean, he could be asking too high of a price for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, tell them look at cover the shipping cost. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a it's a it's not a Mark One though, I don't think. It's no, a, it's, no not. it's not. I'm, I'm just I'm just, just for the jokes. No, right. Um so, Nos, as as Shoeless says, we love you despite your scrooginess. Oh, okay. We're all so, gonna we're all gonna think of you on Christmas Day and and no, you know, not you cannot think of me. And we're gonna this. send you happiness your way via the airwaves. I don't want happiness. I want your money. Just send me your, <laughs> <laughs> your happiness. You everybody, everybody <laughs> in Discord at Nos. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on Christmas you, Day. You love that. Discord you or love Twitter. That. Because you're on, you know, you're on there too. I will throw my phone <laughs> out the window. I'm gonna do it. I'm totally gonna do an at everyone on Discord on Christmas, saying Merry Christmas. You're what's wrong with this part of the year. 
It's beginning to well, look a lot Adi like Well, did it out to everyone to say, you know, thank you for the birthday wishes of five people. So I feel like, you know, this is just a drop in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, I was just trying so, to be nice. We've talked about Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody, whether you're listening to this, whenever you're listening to this. Merry Happy Christmas. holidays, boys. <laughs> you son Happy of a holidays. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Bite me! I've I've taken two tours in New York City in the War on Christmas. I've se- I've seen the battlefields of Rockefeller Plaza. All right, <laughs> I'm a grizzled veteran of the War on Christmas. Speaking of speaking of uh, wars on Christmas, what about wars in the arena? Oh, 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 listen to this guy. We got some Pulling GTA up. Arena War DLC topics to God, talk about. I hate you so much. <laughs> has anyone actually played it that's my first question did one race you did one was i it... haven't even done that i like the garage slots though the arena itself's pretty cool yeah those game modes seem terrible so i didn't even bother so when you say you did one race you did one of the arena war races and that's it you didn't do any of the other arena war modes no, I'd like yeah. to try them though, but I just a I don't have the time anymore. Mm. But once, uh, never mind. No, I'm not. I wasn't gonna say anything. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll play them eventually, probably. Okay. All right. So yeah, I mean, I, I agree. It's the same. It's just the same as the other DLCs. I feel like the actual stuff that's put in from a, a visual point of perspective and the things that they create, the arena itself, the warehouse, the the spectator booth and all that kind of stuff is really nice. Game mods, bah. Yeah, I like the I like the garage slots. I like the arena and I like the garages. Those are cool. Yeah. Um, the game modes just don't interest me. Nothing interests me in the game anymore. So. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's this I hear about like wheeling muscle cars and every like... single muscle oh, yeah. car every, can wheelie. Everything now. in the muscle car or class can wheelie. So this means normal muscle cars. This means the moonbeam. This means. The faction. This means low riders. If it's in the muscle class, it can wheelie now. It's great. Awesome. Just because? Is yeah, it faster? Just... No. I mean, it's basically you. You. You know how you hold um, the handbrake on and put full throttle on to start. Yeah. You know that. That's what you got to do to wheelie. And now when you do that, you just your front end flips up. Yeah, it's like some invisible mystical force is pushing yeah. you up from under your engine bay. It's really weird cool it's so yeah. weird though that they implemented that and like there was no seeming communication about it there was no nothing it just yeah, and it wasn't put it featured in, and... in no? the in like the dlc in any faction no. like it was just not so they just do it. so all muscle cars just do that now you yeah, don't have just to do that upgrade it regardless of what kind of like upgrade you don't need to send amount of power in the engine to get it up it just it's just a mechanic that when you do that flips up all all muscle cars including the moonbeam custom Including, yes. the, yeah, the moonbeams look ridiculous. <laughs> this van pulling a wheelie. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, only fully upgraded vehicles can wheelie well. Stock vehicles do want to go up, but they don't go up high. Okay. So I guess you do need a certain level of... Who, who, yeah. like, who are these people out here with stock vehicles? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh lord! Yeah, it was so yeah. Weird. it was so weird. It's so weird that they implemented that. It, it feels like just that is GTA now. They're just throwing things in, and and screw whatever happens. They gotta get some sort of uh, you know interest back into the game. I think 
And if somebody, if somebody on Twitch hears that you can wheelie, they're going to make their friggin' title wheelie. Hey, how's it going, guys? And in this video, <laughs> hey, how's it going, guys? All, all vehicles wheelie and stuff. Mr. Boss for the win here. And in today's Grand Theft Auto Online video. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess I guess the, the interest for people are having for the game is slowly waning. But I mean, we we predicted, yeah, maybe not so much. But we've yeah, you because know, we've been predicting this for a while, and it seems like each DLC has 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 kind of stemmed the the flow of people leaving the game to a certain degree. But it feels like it's been less and less effective each time because the DLCs are just more of the same overpriced garbage. And has anybody driven any of the new cars? No, I, but I do have a flaming hot take. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think they made Red Dead Online trash so that people, and then added Arena Wars so people go back and spend money there. That's why that's Red Dead sucks. Ooh, that's 200 IQ right there. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, surely not. Because they got such backlash from Red Dead. We're going to talk about Red Dead Online shortly, but they, surely they wouldn't want to risk, you know, people just not bother maybe they don't even see red dead as having any kind of financial you know incentive i don't for think them. they can no i mean i i thought this previously that you know that red dead isn't going to get anywhere near the kind of income that gta online has so what kind of not you know what, what kind of care and attention are they really going to give it in terms of updates and stuff like that so we get red dead online and then we get a few weeks later this Pretty substantial DLC for GTA, the five-year-old game. It's substantial. Substantial in at least the things that have been added. It's like it's new game modes, new completely new environments. I think that's what makes it substantial. The actual time that you're going to spend on it, maybe not so much, but but yeah, Arena War DLC. I guess same as same as other DLCs. It's fine. Some of the the, the creations are great, but. Uh... Yeah, like I said, I like the I like the 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 arena garages themselves. They're pretty cool. Yeah, they have a cool theme. Like I've got all my race cars in in there, and you know stuff like that. It's, it's cool. So, but of course, the 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 monetization of everything brings it down a little bit. Well, oh my god! As yeah, always. I, I logged on, and the prices are exorbitant. Yeah, everything is a huge, fan. incredible. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, the the new headlight colors they've got now. If you actually upgrade something in the arena workshop, you can get different colored headlights. Ooh. Does anyone care? Uh, yeah, people would have cared. <laughs> I I think I I remember mentioning this in a video, maybe in old gen GTA, or maybe when <laughs> Neons came out, saying why don't we just have different colored headlights in Los Santos Customs as well, and you know, four years later, got it. <laughs> they're listening got it when people don't care enough. We heard your suggestions, and we are listening. Yeah. Oh, we might get lamppost removal. It seems like it's it's finally ready and able to be turned on with a tunable. Just in time. Just in time oh, for the everyone to leave the game. Yeah. And not, no one get care anymore. And it's only a, a kind of a, a balked version of what is actually possible. You can't remove a lot of props. You can only basically remove very straightforward stuff. So it's nowhere near as powerful as, say, the dev creator. But there you I go. I feel like arena wars would have been way cooler and made much more of an impact if we didn't already have 
like hydras and flying motorcycles that shoot rockets <laughs> yeah and deloreans like yeah this is very tame the arena wars are very tame compared yeah. to what goes on i don't know you see a gigantic monster truck flying across the sky doing like <laughs> shunt boosts okay <laughs> <laughs> you t- you're trying to tell me this is grounded I mean, actually i haven't even uh I, someone mentioned about that a video the way where you can fly across the map in these new vehicles and i didn't i haven't yeah, looked at it yet pretty That's good just, it's it's amazing how how far gta has come but the the arena is supposedly getting a uh create a create update as well so you'll be able to create things in the arena uh, and there'll be various arena-themed props to use outside of the arena. So maybe we can finally have a Race of Champions-style track inside an arena for a one-off event, and then we'll all forget about everything again. Hmm. Yeah. That sounds fun. <laughs> Nobody cares about GTA does. anymore, do they? Like, GTA's <laughs> dead, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I mean, I'm playing it and just having fun with what we normally do. Like non nothing that they've added over the last what two three years has impacted my gameplay for the game. I'm still doing the same stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's what the most fun is that you can have is like making your own fun with people that you like playing with. Yeah, and yeah, that goes for a lot of games. Yeah, but that's true. Um, right. So let's move on from the Arena War DLC. Uh, and. Fair. Talk about Red Dead Redemption Online. It's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Hot take. Escapes hot garbage. (laughs) I hate it so much. I'm so sad. Like, oh, I want to cry. It's so bad. Wait, are we talking about Red Dead Online or Red Dead Redemption? Okay. Yeah, it's not Red Dead Redemption Online. It's just Red Dead Online. Trying to be snappy. RDO. GTA Online. Um, Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about actual the, the the good part of red dead to, at the end but nos you you see you seem to i mean i saw your tweet initially about you just being so disappointed with it uh and you you were oh, expecting so, so much more dis- like it's so, how i mean all they had to do all they had to do was copy red dead's multiplayer and just make it better right the original red dead redemption just make it more better make their you know better progression no, let's just, you know, let's just change everything. Hey, you know those normal game modes that have been in games since, you know, like Quake? We're not going to do those. We're going to do special versions of those that everybody's going to hate. It's, it's everything about it. It's terrible. I can't think of one redeeming feature about Red Dead Online. There's not a single one. And that makes me sad. Yeah, because you really loved Red Dead on the first game. That yeah, it online. was great. Yeah, I mean, and like you had normal game modes, you had gang shootout, free for all, uh, and then you had like capture the bag and hold the bag, which like capture the flag and you know, uh, hold the flag or whatever, just normal game mode, and it worked. And you started every match with you know a standoff, you know that was cool. No, we don't have any of that. It's just there's nothing I mean, good about it. All, all all cards on the table. I haven't even tried it. I haven't even bothered even to. Bother. I haven't even bothered because I, I, I genuine my my interest for it wasn't that high in the first place, but then after reading everything about it and hearing what people have said about it, I, I've just got no interest in trying it. I, I, I just don't care. Um, but it, it's just, it, it's it, it feels like they've 
tried to do I don't know take take GTA's online success and force it into a completely different experience such that it yeah, changes the it, experience it's really, completely it's, it's weird that like i mean the, the problem that i have with i don't even really have a problem with the, the rate i mean at least if you're playing pvp the rate at which you earn money in the game isn't even that bad actually you know you get like if you win a most wanted which is the stupid free-for-all you get like forty dollars for ten minutes of work, and a gun. You know, it's like two hundred. This is after the change, right? It was worse before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. It was worse before, but now, I mean, it's you know, the the biggest problem I see is the the level progression seems it like feels like it takes so long to level up, and everything's locked behind a level. And then the things that you would like, if they really wanted to monetize it, the things that you want to skip the level up to buy, like horses, right? You can't even buy those early with gold bars. You have to level up to get the ability to buy the horses in the first place. So it's really weird by how they've monetized it in some ways and haven't monetized it in others. Like, the majority of the weapons that you need in the game to be good, you unlock early. But you can unlock weapons with gold bars early. But the horses, you have to be, like, level 50, 60, 70. You can't unlock those early with gold bars. It's really weird. I, like, I, I don't get it. That's strange. Yeah, and of course, I mean, there's some cosmetic options that are only available through gold bars, but from what I can tell, as long as you're the level that you need to be, it's like a low amount of gold bars. The the What costs a lot of gold bars is unlocking things early. Like, I spent 20 gold bars on a pair of boots. Right. right? <laughs> so... <laughs> Because it was the boots were unlocked at level eighty. They were the only cool looking boots. I'm like, well, I'm never going to get to level eighty, so I might as well just buy some boots with gold bars. You know, with these gold bars they've given us. So does it does it feel like they even needed the whole gold bar double virtual currency thing? Like it feels like that's been put in. It's just you know taking what other games do with double virtual currencies to try and hide the actual cost of things and premium currencies and then you've got your regular currency and it all i just i don't see the point like gta had a system where you could buy money <laughs> yeah. i have a i have a theory about the double currency i think they um would have erred towards that not only for the financial benefits but also uh so it allows you to gamble online so you can gamble with the dollars well, that where you is the gambling the game. Where? Yeah, it, it'll come eventually, I would assume, but I think that so will be the reason. So there's no way it'll, to turn... It'll be, it'll be so that they, they avoid the, oh, you can't pay real money to gamble real money in the game, I think. But so, that, so there's no way to turn gold bars into real money? Into, no. Not real money, but game money? Okay. No, that is the game money. Yeah, but in but, the, in the same way, you wouldn't want you wouldn't want your kid going on spending money on the PlayStation Store buying gold bars to spend to 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 bet and potentially lose in the game, you know. Yeah, that's true. But then so, they also so I, think that's, I think that's basically their way around it. So have two currencies. So in in the in the when poker does eventually come out. They'll just use the money that they, they earn in game. Gold bars will be completely out of it. It'll just be for cosmetic stuff. Yeah, and they're yeah. gonna lock certain things behind gold bars, like they have with cosmetic clothes and things like that. So they yeah, probably keep like adding I more said, stuff I mean, like the, that. The, the the things that are locked only behind gold bars, as long as you're leveled up, they're just 
one and two and three and five. It's not going to stay like that, is it? Though, I, who knows? The only thing that I, the only things I've seen that are substantial prices in gold bars are the horses that are locked behind gold bars. But the best horses in the game aren't even locked behind gold bars, right? Like the the Missouri Foxtrotter, the Turkoman. You can buy those variants of those with money. Uh, you can buy one of the Arabians with money. You know, so. I don't get it. I don't get what they're trying to do. Um, out of all the things I thought I wouldn't have a problem with, I, I didn't think monetization would be the least of my gripes. Right, yeah. The game. Yeah, then you know yeah, something's I was, wrong. I was expecting to be here. It's like, man, oh, oh, I love it. It's so fun, but it's just such a grind. You need so much money. No, it's completely the opposite. Like, money so isn't even what, what is it, like, the about game. The, the game mods? Like, what, what is... Cause There's I, nothing I, to do. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, that's true. The primary thing you do if you want to be successful at the game, sorry, is you play PvP, right? And you have Showdown Series, and you have Showdown Series Large. So you have 16-player playlists and 32-player. Uh, the 32-player is obviously the most profitable, and it features a few game modes. There is the only reasonably good team game, like game mode, which is Team Shootout. That's just a normal game mode. Thank God. Is that like but a team deathmatch? Yeah, it's just team deathmatch with two teams, but it's on one map. There's only one map in the game right now for what? that game mode. One map, yeah. But you've Is that got... like the the bunkers and everything? <laughs> no, no, no. That's the, the Atlantic Electrical. No, uh, Docks. Sandini Docks. Oh, uh, okay. But See, they have I the know. entire map. <laughs> the yeah, map yeah. is huge. Don't even look. Well, it's I've... pretty big, yeah. <laughs> so you have that, and that's the only logical game mode. Then you have the worst, which is most wanted, in my opinion. What most wanted is, it's free-for-all, which sounds fine, but the higher you up are on the leaderboard, the more points you are worth to someone else who kills you. So I can kill, like, four people, and then I'll be worth 20 points, and then someone spawns behind me, shoots me, and now they're in the lead with one kill. Okay. I have killed five. Oh, makes... They have killed one. That is so stupid. Kingslayer. Yes. Okay. So, like, I, I just don't understand where the, like, it doesn't reward you being good at the game. It rewards luck. It's terrible. Uh, and then you have Name Your Weapon, which is the only game like mode this. where, well, is it's this... the only game mode where you, it locks your weapon. Right. Oh, never mind. Um, you have a repeater carbine, a double barrel shotgun, a cattleman, and a tomahawk. Yes, and this is the one I like. Never mind. I can't stand it. And depending on which weapon you use, you get more points for your kill, right? And of course, the tomahawk is worth the most points, but it's a one-hit kill weapon to anywhere. So where's the challenge in using the tomahawk? And then the repeater carbine is only worth one, and it's terrible, so there's no one ever uses that. Uh... So what really happens? A couple points, isn't it? Yeah, the double barrel's worth three. Basically, the game mode is shotguns only because that's the most efficient way to get points. Okay, so they haven't really done any balancing for the game mode. No, it's it's just like I don't know why they have to be special. I I don't get it. It feels like Rockstar have often been like that over the years, and especially with like it feels like the adversary mods have all been that sort of thing where they're just trying to reinvent the wheel to the point where it, it, it becomes not very fun. <laughs> yeah, it's just all I want is... Because the base of the game, Red Dead Redemption, and its combat and its physics are enjoyable, in my opinion. The gunplay is enjoyable when it works. I mean, when it doesn't work, it's pretty bad. But 
when it works, it's really enjoyable, and they have this great foundation to build on, and then they just give us these stupid game modes. They're terrible. So what about no in sense. the in the world, like in outside of the game modes? Is there anything to uh, do? Other than kill people, not really. There's stranger missions across the map, which are like little missions. And and they pay, like the mission themselves, the way I'll, I'll say it, like if you start the clock at the beginning of a team deathmatch and the beginning of a stranger mission and you go to the end, you know, the payouts are similar. But you don't factor in with the stranger mission how long it takes you to go from mission to mission, how much downtime is in between each mission. So what happens is... The only reason you would ever do them is because you find them enjoyable. Like they are not rewarding in the slightest, com- in the slightest, compared to PvP. Yeah. So that's its main problem. And then uh, there's like gang hideouts across the map, but from what I can tell, they're completely random as to when they show up and where. So, uh, and they're not gang hideouts like the original game where they were all you know, missions, right? Like Pike's Basin in the original Red Dead. You'd go down the hill and then you'd plant a bomb on a weapons cache and then you'd go over here and you'd plant another bomb and then you'd go over here and plant another bomb. And it was fun. It was like a little mission. And and now with these gang hideouts, it's just a it's little thing. It's like a gang attack from GTA. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they got old pretty quick as well. I mean, that was 2013 stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's, there's just nothing fulfilling to do uh, I mean, in the PvP, like I said, the the core experience is okay, but then every like all the PvP game modes are terrible. I, I can't stand them. I, you know, it is it doesn't feel like I'll go. And and this is one of the things I'm glad that I'm good at the game. Like I regularly go very positive in in KD, and I'm glad that I am. So no one can just accuse me of oh well, you're just bad at the game. That's why you don't like it. <laughs> no, I'm back scrub. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually quite decent at the game, and I still just do not enjoy it. I don't enjoy the game modes. So, how would they? How like how would they fix it though? Like what? what how do they, they need like it? an end game? Do they need Add more things. stuff to do? Do they need like what do they need to do? Uh, I don't know. With PvP, they need to introduce some kind of like core playlist that is team deathmatch, free for all, grab the bag, hold the bag. And all of those game modes start with a showdown at the beginning, with everyone standing across from each other. Like I'm surprised that, that wasn't included. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's the core. Like, you have the core. That's how I would fix it. You have the core playlist, which is those modes that are normal and good. And then you have the, you know, adversary modes, if you will, with name your weapon and most wanted and all that. You have that in a different playlist. Uh, that would fix PvP, in my opinion. And then... The Stranger Missions, they need to up the payouts on those to make them comparable, you know, factoring in how long it takes you to go from mission to mission. Uh, I want to know where the goddamn hell the narrator is. He was the best bit about Red Dead Online. I agree. And that that would be a good thing. You are now most wanted. Yeah, Amazing. It made the game so much better, so much more bearable. Um, I'm sure the, the guy that played the original narrator, I'm pretty sure he died, though? Who knows? I, I don't know. Damn. But that, that, if that's if that's that made made me think think of something, that it feels like all of Red Dead Redemption's character has been washed away in favor of this sterile GTA experience yeah. in the online. Your character's that's where, a meat. That's where Red Dead yeah. Redemption's multiplayer uh, succeeded. I think is it had character, it had the announcer, it had you know. Uh, 
I had the standoffs at the beginning of the the gang matches and and all that other stuff. You know, it, it had character, and now it's like just what I've done for the past eight years on GTA. You know, it, it's so, it feels so sterile and like not unique. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, to be fair to Rockstar, they haven't had long to come up with this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> It's a beta, guys. <laughs> I liked the story missions, though. Like, I thought that this story is kind of interesting as a little addition to Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, you know, I, I, I thought it was interesting. I, I don't. I, I can't I don't like get that. behind any story with a mute character. Or is yeah, it I don't like. I don't like that your character can't talk unless he's going. Come on, boy. Like, is that all he you, says? What? Yeah. He's like, yeah. Hey, get. You know. Oh. Okay. You know stuff like that. Yeah. Well, so it's it feels it, it almost feels like they've they've tried to replicate GTA Online in Red Dead, and by doing that, Red Dead has has lost its character completely, and it's yeah, a worse game a, for that's it. That's a good assessment. I think that's a good assessment to come to. Do you think it for... would have been better, like if, if they'd, if I, I don't know. I mean, like, part part of the thing, part of the the thing that turns me off the game is that you go from being badass Arthur Morgan, like who can just like take a million bullets and whatnot, riding around on his horse that you know takes takes a few bullets and like still still stumbles about and whatnot, to this just ridiculous walkabout character that like if somebody sneezes next to him, he'll fall over. And you know your your horse will instantly die as soon as it brushes up against a pebble. It's just it's just until you level up, obviously. But it's just not it's not that transition isn't fun. I don't think it just doesn't look great. Do you think there there were like a completely separate team working on Red Dead Online, and they've Mm -hmm. they've had a completely different direction that they've gone in in comparison to. Uh, yeah, who knows? I suppose. One thing, uh, something Hammer said reminded me of it. Uh, I wanted to mention it runs very poorly. Oh, it does. Yes, it like frame rates. It, like go to Sandy and you're in the teens, wow. like straight. Yeah, just just straight teens the whole time on, on PS4 Pro at 1080p. You know, even with super sampling off and everything, it still run. It runs like total garbage. Compared to the single player, the single player runs really well. I mean, it's it's pretty much locked thirty everywhere. Yeah. But, but it, it's really bad in online. So I mean, it's bad to the point that it really affects playability uh, okay. as well. <laughs> the finance as of right team now, Red Dead Online. As of, yeah, probably. <laughs> as of right now, uh, Red Dead Online's a no go. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think you should play it. Similar to uh, GTA Online before beach bomb even <laughs> like it's not good there's nothing to do yeah is it is it on the same level as 2013 gta or is it even worse is there less to do i don't know i feel like I you had worse. a you had a decent selection of contact missions to do in 2013 yeah i feel like there were more contact missions than people give it credit for and there was racism and you know what you matches. do you know, you could do in 2013's GTA Online, you could steal a car underneath a certain you know dollar amount and make it yours. Yeah. You have to buy horses. You right, can't okay. take someone's yeah, you horse. Can't, yeah, you can't tame horses at all. Wow, okay. Yeah. That's pretty bad. 
I would. So I mean, that's more part of the stuff. whole character of Red Dead that you you know you can tame horses like that, and that that's a part of the game. Even yeah. if the horses that were out in the wild weren't that great, the ability to do that at least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess longing for the days of 2013 GTA, it's not the same anymore. Free cars from Beach Bum, low prices and just having some fun. Like I I said, I mean, there's nothing wrong with a game where the only fulfilling thing to do is like the PvP and the team death matches and stuff. If If the game modes were just normal and not dumb, it would be fine. I yeah. would be playing it right now. It would, you know, because I like the combat and the and the PvP in the game. It's just whenever I can kill seven people, one of them spawns behind me, and now they're in the lead. What I mean, no, I'm not going to play that. That's not fun. Yeah, so. that's what GT Driver said. He's like, it's their version of catch up in this, which oh, is yes. right. Yeah, they're doing Dude. it down for everybody, basically. Like, oh, people don't like losing. And don't lose. I didn't mention another uh, game mode, which is kind of normal. It's called Hostile Territory. You know, it's like, you know, domination, I guess. You know, you've got flags around the map and you go, you know, points, you go capture them. That sounds great, right? There's eight teams, like, <laughs> in the game mode. But there's Jeez. so many teams. It's 32, it's 32 people and the team, there's four man teams. That's how what? many teams there are. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That wow. just sounds like a mess. It is. It's a complete mess. And and the the best thing, so the the map of Blackwater, you remember what Blackwater looks like. You have the courthouse on one end, and you've got, you know, like the barber shop and uh-huh. the houses on the other, right? One team spawns down here, one team spawns down here, and then every other team spawns like in the grasslands up here. And they oh. have to run down to the flag. Like, it's it's really bad. It it and then there's another map called Tall Trees. And from what I can understand, it's just a gigantic circle in the forest with uh, spawns just kind of everywhere. <laughs> you just kind of spawn everywhere. It's really bad. So, Have you done the Battle Royale yet? Yeah, that's uh, called Make It Count. And that's uh. not really Battle Royale. That's, uh, I mean, it, if, if a shrinking circle is what makes Battle Royale, then sure, it's a Battle Royale. But, but it's one life, right? Yeah, it's one knife, and you have a bow and a throwing knife, and basically what you do is you crouch around and sneak, and then you use Deadeye to throw a throwing knife so that the throwing knife will home into your target. No matter, <laughs> that's basically what the game mode is like. That's it. Oh, so. I love doing that in the first Red Dead. Uh, just taking a Molotov cocktail and like and using Deadeye, Deadeye and just watching it trail behind a horse. Yeah, oh, That was great. <laughs> so it, it seems like Red Dead Online is adversary modes, and, and we all know what they're like. Yeah, that's a good way. Oh, there's a question I have: Is there any kind of like progression for your stuff? So like, uh, I know that you can you know upgrade horses and saddles and all that kind of stuff, but obviously in GTA, one of the big parts is owning property, owning things, and and getting up and you stuff can like that. upgrade your tent at your camp, and that determines. Uh... That determines what your core level is at when you spawn in initially in free mode. That's it. That's Wait, the only meaningful upgrade. Yeah, other than, you know, what you just talked about, you know, weapons like, you know, improved barrel or what, you know, improved rifling or better saddle or whatever. Yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, that's it. 
is the tank. And anytime you load in, your camp can be anywhere. <laughs> like, yeah, you'll put, you'll oh, put your wow. camp. So it's just like yachts. It's exactly like yachts. Like you'll oh, put you, you'll put your camp somewhere, and then you'll switch sessions, and then because everybody has their camp in that location in this next session, it moves your camp to the complete other side of the map, and it costs you like five dollars to move it again. Yep. So it's, oh, it's just like yacht. Your camp's I mean, out in tumbleweed all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Literally all the it time. It feels like it would benefit from a um like a system where you know, a a level of permanency to your camp, and you can build upon it make it bigger make it better and wherever you save it that is where it is you know that, that yeah. is the place of your camp regardless of you, know, you can't just move your camp anywhere around the map you choose a spot that's where it is didn't work out that well for fallout 76 to be fair well okay <laughs> <laughs> well that's a shame for red dead online though because red Dead Redemption 2, as we'll talk about, had so much potential to give a, a yeah, great online, online experience. Yeah. Oh, well. I think it still does. I'm not completely writing it off. Like, I, if they do want to monetize it, they're going to have to make it better. That's, yeah, that's true. I think yeah. to get to get it to where I would want it, it would require an entire overhaul of the game, and I don't think they'll do that. So Yeah. The but question... at this point, I don't think anybody's buying gold bars. I, like, yeah. there's no reason to. But the, the 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 question is like, I always ask this or think this when it comes to these games that they release half baked as a beta or an alpha or whatever, and they have a bad first impression, like a Fallout seventy six. And no matter what they do, there's such a huge slew of people who are never gonna look at it again. And it's like. Why release it in such a state? Because you're taking such a risk that it's you know you're never getting those people back again. And I imagine there's a lot of people who have tried Red Dead Online already and just thought this is garbage, and then they'll never pick it up again because there's so many games. You're one of those. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm like a level 13. I wanted to get the fishing rod, and I literally don't have the motivation to right. get to the level. I was like, I just want to go fishing. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't have the motivation to level up one more time. Well, don't like, worry. I... You'll have to use gold bars to get lures anyway, because you got to level up for the lures. And then, uh... and then bait costs money too. And bait's well, like, I have like levels. I have like a thir- 30 gold bars or something like that, because they were like, take take, take the money. Take, take it. Yeah. I'm like, okay. All right, cool. Yeah. I, like I said, I spent 20 of mine on boots. So <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but I think the, the problem is that Rockstar have been looking at GTA Online all this time and seeing all the money that it's brought in and failed to realize how it started. Like it started very, very free cars, very cheap cars, and they've gradually, insidiously, over five years, made it a lot worse. I think Damn. they've thought that they can do the same thing from the off, and it just hasn't worked. We see you, Rockstar. We see what you're doing here. <laughs> Remember when... Uh, the what, what What's the name of that friggin car the beach bug the beach uh thing yeah the bifta the bifta the bifta was free now it costs ninety thousand dollars something like that <laughs> yeah. we see you rockstar you it's, sons yeah. of bitches hopefully hopefully it it, it you know makes it they, they, they learn from an experience from this and they're like okay we can't do that again we can't afford to have this for the next gta and it to be a flop immediately. Come on, are you serious? Is the elegy still free? Uh, it is if you. I think if it was free for you previously. If not, oh, okay. 
like they, I think for PC players they have to pay like ninety grand or something. Or oh, they used to. Maybe they fixed that because PC players were happy. I thought it was linked to like having social. Club. Yeah, if you linked your yeah, account social to Social Club, you got it for free. But then they made it on PC such that because you were automatically linked to a Social Club account because you had a PC account, it wasn't free because there was no incentive <laughs> for you to do that. And then I think people weren't happy about it, so then they made it free on PC after that. So I think it's still free. Wow. <sighs> yeah, it's still free. Okay, there you go. So, so next topic. <laughs> so we're done with online, right? Yeah, we're done. Yeah, done. We're done. In, we're in, done. Not, not just in this podcast, but I mean, I'm probably, I'm probably never even going to play it. I don't, don't think. Bother. Don't blame you. I don't think I've, I've got no motivation to play it. I don't see any reason to. I can. I can see it already. There's going to be armored carriages with Gatling guns on all sides. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so Nostradamus here is having a similar... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so a few quick sort of like personal topics. <laughs> what? Nostradamus. Uh, Nostradamus. Oh, yeah. did, you, did you just catch that? Uh, yeah. yeah. I didn't get that. Um, so... A few quick personal topics before we move on to our regular segments. I have a Switch now. Will you play Animal Crossing for me, please? What do you mean, why, for you, why? I mean, Animal Crossing isn't even on the Switch, right? Yes, it is. Or is it? I thought there was this massive outrage that they didn't announce an Animal Crossing for the Switch or something. I don't remember that. I think it's coming to Switch, isn't it? Anyway, that's like the only game I want to play on the Nintendo platform, so play it for me, please. I want to play... I want to get a Switch because I want to play uh, Odyssey. Is that the Mario one? Yeah. I always mix that yeah. in I want to play Breath of the Wild. I want to play uh, friggin' other games that are on that. Smash, probably. Mario um, Kart. I need to get a Switch at some point. Eh, Mario Kart's okay. Yeah. It's fine. Zexy uh, yes, loves Animal Crossing. Oh, Animal Crossing really? is the best. That's I've never she's played it. A she, woman of culture. she make wants to make me play well, it. Never, never mind then. I'll just go watch her. Okay. <laughs> <Never> mind. <laughs> um, You've never played Animal Crossing? No, no. That was the only game that was good. I'm on Nintendo DS when I had it. Same. <laughs> that was it. That was the only game. I used Dude, to you go fishing. Pokemon. You see a big shadow. Mm, you're like, oh, I'm gonna make some money with this boy. Yeah. My favorite part was getting in debt to a smarmy raccoon. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I got a Switch. Zexy bought me it for my birthday, which was pretty incredible. Wasn't expecting that at all. I got uh, I got Super Mario Odyssey, which I haven't tried yet, but I'm looking forward to trying it. And uh, let's go Pikachu. Pokemon. And I, I've got to say, I the the the, the system is fantastic. It really is. What is Let's Go Pikachu, by the way? It's it's a retelling of the original games. So like, it's actually Pokemon Yellow, where Pikachu, you know, oh, used okay. to follow you around. Um, so you're in the same area, Kanto, and everything, but it's all 3D and you know upgraded. Because in college, uh, we had a Nintendo 64, and my my roommate's girlfriend. <laughs> brought this game hey you pikachu or something like that that came with a microphone and you would talk to pikachu and there's a video of me drunk somewhere going like i don't know what that means pikachu go do the thing and he's like <laughs> pikachu's like pika pika it's great <laughs> <laughs> what? i've never heard uh, of that at all <laughs> yeah 
Hey You Pikachu, I think is the name of it. Okay. It was great. <laughs> I mean, speaking of the N64, that was my previous Nintendo console. At least it's in home consoles. So it's been yeah. a while since I had a Nintendo console. And I, I, it, it's, it's, I've played more on the Nintendo Switch in terms of playing games in my free time than I have on any other platform for the last, like, three years. It, it Because it's just so easy. You know, you I was playing it on the TV, and then I can just pop it out and take it upstairs and play it in bed. And it, it it's so versatile. And as I'm, you know, the, the ages that we are getting, we don't have the time to just sit and uh, play games all day. Speak for yourself, old man. <laughs> <laughs> I got plenty of time. Okay. Nah, just puts on a backwards hat and kick flips out of his room. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, old timer. <laughs> but it's it was the perfect gift for for me being twenty nine and and you know not having the time to play games and sit down for like two three hours with old friends playing Gears of War every single night like I used to, and it's perfect because I can just play games wherever I am and and it's so much more accessible and I've got it's very it's it is very good. I'm glad I have one. I can't wait to get started with Super Mario Odyssey. Try out. All the other different games that are on there. I hope it continues with good like third party stuff. I hear as well. Breath of the Wild's really good. That one. Yeah, like I've never played a Zelda game, game, but maybe it's worth trying. <clears throat> oh my god, bro! I know, I know, I, I know, I know. You don't have to tell me. All right. You want a gaming YouTube channel? <laughs> like, <laughs> jeez, wow. See, I, I definitely recommend it. it. It's, it's good fun. It's a good item as well like it's good quality solid thing you know and the versatility of it is great um and i do plan to i'm playing pokemon now on my own but i do plan to stream it at some point as well we'll have a playthrough where the chat decide what happens in the game to a certain extent not everything you mean where they just name your pokemon after stale memes that well, that's that probably what will happen, yes. But... Name it the F620. Name it F620. <laughs> <laughs> what about G-Fred? Hey, can I get a G-Fred over here? <laughs> can you get to a G-Fred in Pokemon? <laughs> no way! <laughs> I want to I cry. Senpai, yeah. My first horse was called Senpai in Red Dead. Because I let them name the, my horses. Oh, God. you got to have some mistake. fun with it. At no. least he's not playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. Oh, of course I still play Pokemon Go. I wish I was a Pokemon Go YouTuber. Made that one Pokemon Go video. Didn't go down well, so let's never do it again. But <laughs> They're like, um... stay inside, loser. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd! <laughs> um, so, friend of the show, Joshy Moose. Uh, we'll, oh, yeah, we'll I'm give so a quick proud mention of, of this. Josh. You, you, you talk about it, Noss. You explain. I'm so proud of Josh. He's uh, he's come so far. Uh, so if you know his true 100% plus series, which I love, uh, one of his goals in that series was to complete all of the jackpots in GTA San Andreas. So, San Andreas, excuse me. Uh, so one of those meant getting a royal flush in video poker which is a uh consulting with the document a one in forty thousand chance and he did it about a week ago i think at this point about a week ago but yeah in the the show notes because we're professional now i'll leave a link to 
I'm guessing that's footage. I haven't actually watched it, but there's a link in the document saying it. So I'll, I'll leave a link to the footage of it. It's yeah, it's just a, a one minute. Yeah, it's just you could, okay, you it's could just probably show it just now if you wanted. I, I would I mean, if I didn't have this new setup with the new Skype and it's all. Oh, you can't previously. touch anything. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I don't want to touch anything for fear of it breaking. If Bruffy so. sneezes, this well, whole ship to, goes down. You're gonna have to touch it eventually for the chokes, anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, but that's uh, I've yeah. already set that up in advance, well, ready to you know. Okay. So. I see. If you anyway, watch the pre-show, yeah. if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's a nightmare. But yes, he got a royal flush. Uh, he got a royal flush in GTA San Andreas. I'm so proud of him. Good job, Josh. Like 32, 32 hours of straight video poker. Oh, really? To get a royal flush. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. insane. The math said he would he would get it done in 60. So he said, "Screw you, math," and did it in 30. <laughs> Good job. He he he. That was a great yeah. podcast with him. I enjoyed that. Yeah, go back and watch that one. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're interested was, in a different and he side was of sick gaming. too. He was like deathly ill. He was on his deathbed. I, I don't think he. I think that Royal Flush actually reinvigorated him and gave him life. <laughs> I think he was about to die if he didn't get that Royal Flush. So I'm I'm glad that he managed to get it. Nice. He can stay around and you know make great content for us. So I just want to say, I started watching him because of this podcast. It's got me into watching speedrunners. Cool. We we did a thing. Nice. Even if it's just yeah. one person, we did a thing. Changed a life. Yeah. <laughs> Changed a life. Speaking <laughs> of life-changing things, RDT, <laughs> next what? on the document is that you're, uh, you're moving up in the world. Oh, yeah. That was supposed to be a surprise. I don't know. I haven't checked. I haven't consulted the document. Of course you haven't. I put it in there just because I thought maybe it would be... A, oh. Yeah, I thought it would be about. fun. I thought it would be fun to just, like pull a sheet off the camera and be like i'm in my own apartment bitches and then uh all right well know. well let's forget that this happened right we won't include it in the, we'll the timing this part out. We're, we're, I'm not, <laughs> no no it's not got that far i'm not putting that much effort in <laughs> but we won't put it in the timing or anything in the description people might miss it they'll just go straight to the you know they'll wait until that we've talked about reddit online and then they'll look in the description at the timing go straight to the red dead 2 stuff they won't bother with what are you, you talking know. about people oh, just sorry. go to the choke, choke of, the of the week they'll go to the choke of the week because yeah. that's where the gta and no one will know and we'll all act surprised right we'll all act surprised next Whoa. week next <laughs> nobody looks at my beautiful timestamps. nobody does I I hope some people do no people must do for the choke of the week we just need a timestamp for the choke of the week yeah we've got the we've had the analytics that people yeah. only watch the first five minutes of the choke of the week and <laughs> yeah. all right um so nos your bit of news Hello. The reason that I initially put that in the document, by the way, is because we each had a little bit of news. Me with the switch, RDT with the thing that's now redacted, and then Nos yeah. with his new. But yeah, uh, wait, Nos is dying. Nos is Nos is Lumbago. There are yeah. timestamps. See, this is unbelievable. People are asking that there's timestamps now. Every single <laughs> episode, almost of the podcast, has timestamps. MB Hammer sorts them out as we're listening. As he's listening to the podcast live, he notes down when it happens. I have to like, just link it up as and, and afterwards. But then they're all in the description. Even the pinned comment says timestamps are all in the description as well. You should really put the timestamps in the comment itself. But they're not clickable anyway, so it's pointless. What? Like in the wait, there's there's something about it. If you put it in the comment, they're not clickable on mobile or something like that. No, so I think it's the other way around. 
If it's oh, in the, the description, way it's not. Yeah, if it's in the description, it's not clickable on mobile. The timestamps are going in the pinned it. comment this week. Yes. Thank you. I've been saying this for years. Okay. And I can actually say years because we've been doing this for over a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how much? How much? It does. I feel like we give Hammer credit, don't we? He's our producer. He does all the work in the background. He does it for the love of the game. He doesn't do it for the recognition. God. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know you're putting words in his mouth. So I don't know. <laughs> He's he came to me and he said, "Listen, you know, I know you guys." Want to give me all the credit? And, you know, <laughs> if we make this big time, I don't want any of the cut of the profits. He said that to me. He's like, if this, if we get like thousands of dollars in donations every single, give it time, all the nuts. I feel exactly drastically misquoted. That's <laughs> what he told me. <laughs> he is so generous. Fake news. Round of applause for our producer, Henry. <laughs> what a what a guy. <laughs> You should have mentioned the timestamps at the start. See, I, I disagree with the, the concept of timestamps at the very start of the podcast and mentioning it because then it just gives people free reign to, to click whatever they want it's and skip anarchy. parts out. No, people need to listen to the entire podcast. And if they want to go back to a section, then they go to the description and figure it out. Yeah, watch our watch our shit. <laughs> not, and this is, this is gonna get missed by everyone because everyone's just already gone to the choke of the week anyway so no one's gonna hear that <laughs> I, th- I think my theory is from the moment that i say my first word like to the choke of the week nobody watches hello that. hello oh yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. My, okay, my co-host sugar-free nose oh let's click off and whoop we're off to the choke of the week <laughs> And then the whole time they're watching the choke of the week, they're just gritting their teeth because I'm talking. <laughs> like, I, just, oh, I just want to watch GTA for the millionth time today. I'm already at the choke of the week, Pezzy says in the chat. <laughs> He's already there. Um, uh, Ross, you got some news, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm done streaming. I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. So I'm done. I quit. That's about it, really. You, you, you did write a, a fairly... Uh, Yes. relatively long you know yes word document I did a piece of writing yes you can find it on my discord if we'll you leave a link to that in the description as well with next to the joshua moose sure. video sure no, nobody checks yeah. the links either nobody checks yeah, the links so... anyway yeah, no, yeah. yeah, chalk of the week's know... down there as well but <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you want to know why i'm quitting twitch uh look in the description but no uh Go back yeah. a couple months when he was pushing for partnership and you'll understand exactly <laughs> yeah. why. Yeah, just watch just the podcasts. previous podcasts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The podcast really does tell the whole story. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty much done. It, uh, like, with Red Dead Online being so bad, there's no game that I want to play. And I, just nothing is sustainable on Twitch for me. All, all you morons want to watch is GTA. That's it. Like, so... <laughs> Uh, but no, seriously, half of it was I played I played GTA f- for the first time in like three months, uh, on the, like the Arena War DLC. Seventy viewers within like thirty minutes. I was like, yeah, no- nothing else is ever going to be sustainable, is it? Mm-hmm. No, huh. it's not. So yeah, I, I, pl- I played Red Dead. I played Red Dead Online. I do all these playthroughs. I've I've put my heart and soul into all of these games that I love and want to showcase. You people just want to watch racing, GTA racing. That's it. It's a couch it. for Christ's sake. Yeah. God, it. Yeah, you know, that, that's it. So there's just not. There's there's no to be have 
sustainability on Twitch, you have to have a multiplayer game that is repeatable. And, and it has to be a shared experience as well. So something yes. that you're enjoying as well as everybody else, and you're enjoying something together. Start playing yeah. Fortnite now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, no, yeah. like, when, are, when are you starting streaming League of Legends? Oh, <laughs> but, but yeah, but, anyway, it's just not, nothing's ever going to be sustainable. And I've I've been uh, I, I don't know the, the quality of my emotional and mental state has deteriorated like in the past while. So like I've been wait, a lot. Wait, I think I have to unsubscribe from you actually. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I won't do it Ouch. now. <laughs> Sorry, but I mean, Sorry. it seems like the 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 the, the high, when Red Dead Online was how it was, that was kind of like a final nail in the coffin. Like if Red Dead Online had been a success and been something fun that you would have enjoyed, it would have been you know, that was a diverging point. Really. Yes, exactly. And also, I I did say I I did say I was quitting for the memes, but I'm not actually quitting quitting i want to stress that yeah before we get too far if i get the urge to stream and the desire to stream i will as a hobby yeah like it is it's a hobby now it's not it's not something that i'm going to take seriously that i'm going to Do stress a big about push for partnership for or anything like that yeah, i i just don't i just don't don't care anymore so yeah like if i if i have something to play i'll play if not i won't and that's yeah, it's, it's good as well that, that you know streaming is something that you can dip back into should a good game. Yeah, but I have a feeling when I is. dip back into it in a month and a half, like five people will be there, and it won't. I mean, why at that point? Why am I even streaming in the first place? So we'll just see how it goes. We'll see how not having any kind of schedule goes. If people still show up, then I'll keep. Yeah, then I'll keep doing streaming whenever I feel like it. And if people don't show up, then there's no point, and I'll probably just quit entirely. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, just... you know what they say if it doesn't work with a start you know just quit don't try ever again <laughs> well to be fair rdt i have tried very hard for no very i i time. know i'm not saying that's you i know like, you're I'm, memeing but i'm uh i'm surprised at how resilient you've been over the <laughs> over the last dude you just keep getting screwed over repeatedly you <laughs> yeah. kept pushing i'm so proud of you my I, boy I, yeah at this point <laughs> i think you're just a glutton for punishment uh <laughs> oh god i got the lumbago but yeah it's like you know i've told people in the past that i was going to stream and i used to stream somewhat regularly like i started playing la noir for the first time last week and i was like i should stream this and i was like no nah, i'm not gonna do that it's just not something that I think is yeah. that entertaining, and I I applaud I th- your decision. Yeah, I, I think that if uh, I think that if I would have gotten partnership on Twitch during uh, the partnership push, I think I'd be in a whole different place mentally because my soul would have been worth something. I lost part of my soul <laughs> playing whoa. GTA. Whoa, for whoa, whoa, whoa. Still Christmas and- guy. <laughs> no but seriously it was such a terrible experience playing gta for that whole month and it turned out to be worth nothing absolutely worth nothing uh nothing so, you do is worth nothing that's, that's you know, unless you have the the gloomiest outlook on everything in life you put in learned a lesson at least from what you did that, that my dreams will never come true and to stop trying i learned sometimes but at least you did try imagine if you yeah. didn't that is that is fair but 
Because if you just like were like, oh, well, I'm never going to become a partner, so what's the point? Instead, you took the initiative, you went after it, and you <clears throat> grinded no matter how hard it was. You're out there grinding every day playing the game that's trash. And at the end, you know, you had some people that did it with you. They had an experience, and you didn't get the exact outcome that you wanted. Yeah. But in the end, you got a lesson, at least. I guess. But... <laughs> I don't know, that's the that's the part that uh, the worst part of it is that I'm not like I don't just I'm not some streamer with two viewers right yeah like I I have an extended have base viewers. yes three but, <laughs> but I I have an extended base of people who really enjoy the streams you know fifteen twenty people who will show up every time but there's just no growth there's no growth in fact there's the opposite of growth. Um, so it feels like, and you know, I've been stable at like fifty subscribers since the affiliate program, and that's and that's great. Like the 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 sunk in base that I have is is very loyal and great, and and I love all of them, and I feel like I'm letting them down. But there's just no growth to be had. There's there's growth will never happen with my Twitch channel. It's just not going to happen. So you know, I've tried and I've tried. I've I've done all that I can. I've I've exceeded the requirements that the platform wanted for uh for partnership didn't matter so it's just you know that, that that's the thing so i think you gotta i think you gotta lean into your southernness if you want to expand that's the problem is nobody in the south has internet so you know you'd be <laughs> my a people, huge hit in yeah, if all my people had internet i'd be yeah i'd, I'd be very successful number one superstar down south yeah, yeah. i don't know I mean, I don't but. think it necessarily has to to be a, a a bad thing to to take a step back from something <clears throat> like this. You know, if you, you're realizing that things aren't quite you know going the way that you may have wanted them to, I think it's actually a, a, yeah. a quite a a brave decision and a good decision to. Take oh, don't a... No, I'm not brave. Slow down. Slow down, boy. All right, I'm, fine. Uh, no, I would. I, mean, I, I agree. Yeah, I think so. You're because... so brave to quit. No, stop. No, but I'm not th saying... there's so many people oh. that, I mean, I, I see on Twitch, and I have been around for a while, but I see people who, they, they keep doing it, and they keep doing it, and they keep doing it, and they're not they're not impacting anything in any way. But they keep doing it, and then nothing ever changes, and then they, they keep, you know, then they get worse and worse because they're trying to clutch at various things to try and keep something going and something successful, and it just goes into a downward spiral. Whereas yeah. you're taking a different approach and realizing that things aren't going the way you wanted them to, but you're also not just putting a cap on it completely. You're just going back to, at least I would hope, the way that you initially started streaming and the way yeah. that most people should start streaming is you're doing it for the enjoyment of getting together with a group of people whether it's 10 20 30 people whatever it is and just enjoying the experience of doing something together yeah it rather than that's a pretty be, good party 20 30 people yeah, uh, yeah but rather than it be something that is you know pushing on <laughs> to the next thing always trying to yeah, go well, to the next and, thing and so that's it, another thing you you saying that rdt that just makes me feel like an ungrateful jerk Right, you know, 
I'm, you know, there, there's so many other people out here that are, they're like, oh man, if I just had ten viewers, you know, that are, that, like you said, bruh, that are trying and not getting anywhere, and I've got thirty viewers. I'm sitting here complaining about, it. and I sat here complaining about seventy viewers earlier on GT. I'm sitting here complaining and whining. But I think, he, you know, I think making this decision and, and it, 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 it's in your mind going back to more of a hobby that might actually improve your mindset about the whole thing entirely. And yeah, you'll be more happy, you know, happy for streams and, and uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe it'll just mark a, a mind, mindset change or shift, maybe, yeah. that will actually be a benefit. And then if something comes along in the future that does, you know, you pick your interest and you start streaming more regularly around it, and then it might grow from there. You know, you can never, you can never just put a lid on everything. Yeah, we've talked yeah. about burnout before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not the game, and like I, actual you know, mental burnout. Yeah, it's, and the the main thing that that contributed to this decision is is like my emotional state on stream has really gone downhill. Um, like in my second playthrough of Red Dead, I was getting so frustrated with the hunting that I was just toxic. Yeah, you know? like I I streamed The Sims the other day, right? Like just you know, oh, I'll just stream The Sims. I'm bored download the sims 4 i couldn't figure out how to rotate an item i was trying to place and i was ready to quit <laughs> that like i was ready to just stop uh, like that that's how low my emotional state has gotten yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, like, I, used to, I used to be the guy that didn't care about like races i'd just be oh i got hit 14 times i'm having a good time and now <laughs> you know now i'm ready to quit because i don't know a key binding yeah, I was so my, uh my emotional state has really gone downhill. I was at work and I tuned into one of your streams and you were starting a mission on Red Dead Online with somebody and like two randoms joined you're like, I'm done and you just ended the stream. I was like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy hell. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's, I, 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 it's it's a shame and I'm sorry that Twitch didn't, you know. You got all the things that you needed to do and then Twitch decided that they weren't gonna reward what you the effort that you put in yeah it's it's not their fault it's it's my fault i should have had higher viewers i should have been a better streamer yeah it's not their fault that's so. right wait no <laughs> <laughs> you just got lucky like me right place right time as you said on discord <laughs> well it is. wasn't really the right place right time you were doing youtube for seven years before anything came along well not well i was doing youtube for a year properly before anything came along, but yeah, but Gears of yeah. War videos would Ge you have like a hundred viewers? <laughs> well, I wish <laughs> I had like, yes, I had um... like twenty. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah, but that's a different different thing altogether. Yeah, it's it's very different with uh, streaming as well. Like I I made videos because of the enjoyment of making videos. Streaming is so based on people and community and shared experience that it, it, it's it's i've not known what it's like to grow from nothing on twitch to something because i have yeah. youtube so yeah it, it's not something that i can fully i guess talk about huh. well, wow we went down a dark path yeah. yeah that's that topic so i'm not i'm not quitting i want to stress i'm not quitting completely but there's no schedule and Likely no streams for a while. Yeah, so. take a bit of a break, and, and enjoy just the see what, how you feel. 
<laughs> but yeah. And watch some friggin' claymation uh, Christmas movies, man. <laughs> I can't believe you guys have never heard of those. That's insane. I've, I've seen them. I've seen them on various sitcoms, but they didn't really make it over to the the UK. RDT. I know of huh. them, but I don't like only in in sort of passing. Oh, it's well. not something that made it over to the UK. Really, they're fantastic. Just FYI, I can I can um, empathise a little bit with the whole thing that. People don't want to watch anything other than GTA, though, and that is yeah. that is something that I experience all the time. But I'm lucky enough to still be able to have at least a relatively nice amount of people who want to watch anything and and go through these story driven experiences that I go through, and I upload them to YouTube. But they get very few views, but at least it's some people still. Um, well, but you yeah, can, it, you, know, you can still play GTA too without wanting to kill yourself that is you that, yeah that's it you may yeah. be dying on the inside but on the outside it really doesn't look like it so i mean yeah, I, you're, yeah. you're so talented in that regard i wish i could I wish we have I like 160 something people. people watching this right now yeah people will watch anything that's what that proves yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. should we move to our final topic because this is going to be a long discussion too. yeah this, this is going to be this hour. might be the longest podcast that we've done uh we, well let's because we got to do our regular segments here first <laughs> we're, gonna oh, have we're to... doing our regular segments and then the yeah then, then red dead 2 stuff right at the very oh. end shit okay so, so let's let's rapid fire all right Phone bank, What's that's that? going to be open if anyone wants phone to get bank, in. Get the phone bank, get the phone bank. Three questions, Max. Gaming, yeah. Three gaming questions, Max. Yeah, you got no uh, time. you got to get in there listen. as soon as possible. If you want to ask a question, no. if you don't, then don't. Yes, okay. Get in the Hammer. phone bank, ask us questions. Gaming news, boom, boom, boom. Okay. PlayStation, PlayStation Classic, Classic sucks. Classic. Have you seen this? It's awful. They used an open source emulator that is silly. <laughs> Why did they do that? And uh, the game selection was terrible, and they had lots of other different like games, games that they could have had on yeah. in the game code, but they didn't do it quick enough, and they wanted to just it's get really it out. It's really bad. And then you can plug up a keyboard and hit delete and open the developer console <laughs> and change your region and make the emulator do different things. It's a mess. And it was the PAL, PAL emulation, the PAL version of the game so they ran terribly instead of a beautiful 60 frames or whatever yeah they ran at 50 fps (laughs) did you uh did you hear about the soldier boy game console (laughs) soldier boy (laughs) yes i haven't really heard about that oh i heard about that oh my god he just bought like some emulator and then marked up the price and called it the soldier boy console or something like that and then now there's like lots of different variations and he wants to create an esports team and (laughs) yes ridiculous yeah, i'll be oh, on soldier boys esports team <laughs> he's gonna get he sued by nintendo because he's got pirated roms on on his consoles that he's selling of course he does god uh, he's also selling soldier airpods a soldier apple watch uh something else i don't know yeah <laughs> to remain relevant yep oh hey what about speaking of uh, speaking of lawsuits, what about everybody suing Fortnite because of the dances? Have you guys heard about this? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Can't do the carton anymore, otherwise Alfonso's going to come for his money. Yep. Yeah. I mean, on one hand, I think the lawsuits are ridiculous, but I hate Fortnite so much that I hope <laughs> they all win their lawsuits and yeah. they just remove all the dances. Like, when was the last time rapper 2 Millie or Alfonso Ribeiro were relevant at all? Like I, don't, I don't even know who the rapper is. Well, I think the, the the lawsuit more assesses that they completely copied, like, frame for frame his performance on Dancing with the Stars. Uh, as opposed... 
I think that's more... The, the lawsuit seems a little more valid than we'll give it credit for, but it's still silly. So... Uh, Backpack Kid was like, you can't uh, floss anymore. Cause... Yeah, no flossing. We can't... I mean, honestly, I hopefully... He will. That will be become a Supreme Court case, and they will just ban flossing altogether. Thank oh, um, please. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I I, I love Twitter because it's just a cesspool of terribleness. I love seeing the videos of like kids doing that with the captions. We need to bring bullying back. Yeah, that's. I don't condone bullying, but that's just funny. Oh, <laughs> like, I condone bullying of these children. Like the bullying. To a certain extent, is what keeps children in the check of normal. Okay. <laughs> Can't just have kids out here doing backflips because they just saw it before. Like I'm not, I'm not saying that bullies should be like you know beating up kids in the bathroom, but like a nerd, you know that's yeah, needed. Yeah, that's yeah, needed. yeah, yeah. You know what? I can I can sign on with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, if you're acting like a weird nerd, you need to be called a weird nerd. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how it works. Like, to be honest. And, and, and nice. then you have you Let's have two <laughs> Yeah, well, you can you can have two directions you can diverge. You can either become more normal, as bullying would have you be, or you can become more self-confident and just be yourself. Either is a valid option. Wow, so, you're really uh, arguing a great that. case for bullying. Yeah, I mean, light bullying, light bullying, not heavy bullying, not the... You not know, physical harm. No physical harm, no, like, extensive online bullying, just to, you know, every once in a while somebody needs a nerd. Yeah, to put them back into place. That's all I'm saying. If I didn't have somebody saying "ha nerd," you know, I'd probably, you know, I don't know where I'd be. I'd be a lot less normal than I am now, and I'm not very normal. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! Gaming news, guys. Did you guys see that that uh, Alfonso Rivera's case may be in jeopardy due to an interview that took place? Oh yeah, where he stole, stole the moves. Yeah. He stole he stole the moves from Courtney Cox and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that. Oh, <laughs> oh man. It's lawsuits. Alfonso sure. has some good lawyers. Speaking of lawsuits and nonsense, Article thirteen. If you're in Europe, uh just oh, yeah, you get look it. look up look up your MEP and just contact them and get them to vote against it. I've done it. I emailed my three representatives for my area. One of them got back to me, actually. Said he voted for it. Voted against it previously. Doing the same now. But Look at Bruffy talking about civic duties and making your politicians work for the people. Oh. <laughs> well, your politicians might not actually be that bad. If I contact my local state representative, I mean, like... Well, no, actually, wait Paul a minute. Roy Moore. Hey, hey, my state representative is Doug Jones. He might actually listen to Doug me. Doug Jones. <laughs> but, uh, no, but, uh, yeah. MEP yeah. stands for uh, Member of the European Parliament. Every area has some. Get get educated. Get, get looking it up. You can go to a site and it tells you who your MEP representatives are. And just send them an email. Tell them this is no good. Don't listen to them. Voting's for nerds. Get out of here. No. RDT, stop. <laughs> um, what's this on the document? Terrible Red Dead Redemption 2 Mashable article because I don't really know much about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that Mashable article for a second. RDT. Is, uh, is was that this the one where they said that like you basically don't have to play Red Dead Redemption 2? It's, like, it's just a, a big nothing. Something. Like yeah, it was... 
Like, you, you linked it to me, and you were like, read this if you want to get triggered. Enraged. Yeah, it, it was yeah. ridiculous. They're basically saying that all of the hard work and art that goes into it, into Red Dead Redemption 2, was for nothing. It's like, who cares that the oil reflects differently on the ponds and the water, if blah, blah, blah. I was like, what? it's beautiful though <laughs> it looks so nice hey, i yeah. i can like there are some things that i think were overdone like shrinking horse testicles it impacts the game in no way whatsoever but you know the, the, from a the, the visual aspects uh, uh well i don't know yeah, oh, the yeah. title of the article is Red Dead Redemption 2 Fails to Justify Its Own Excessive Existence. That was the article. <laughs> that was the title of the article. That's not a that's loaded and biased. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's loaded and biased from the very start. But, it, but this is just, I mean, it's another uh, It's another case of I bought, the, bought what was touted as the most immersive and slow game ever made, and now I'm going to complain at length about how slow and immersive it is. Yeah, this is the line that got me. It goes, how could details like oily and muddy water, custom mounting animations, and farting ever justify the cost of Rockstar Game employees' 100-hour work weeks? I'm like, I, I honestly don't even have a rebuttal to that because it just seems so ridiculous that someone is trying to downplay the achievement of, of what we're seeing in Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, maybe having muddy and oily water doesn't add anything to the game, but it's those little details that you look at and you're like, wow, if I take a moment and actually look at this, this is a, an impressive technical feat, and I'm glad that it looks this way because this is a great step forward for video games. Either way, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think without all of those little details, Red Dead... Redemption 2 wouldn't be as revered and Rockstar wouldn't be as revered at the top level of gaming creation as what they are. Like it would just it would be a great game still. Yeah, but it wouldn't be that extra level above everything else. And it, it is like yeah, in a certain way it's like the the art of a game rather than just the game of the game. It's more like games as art versus games as games whereas a Red Dead kind of game tries to do a bit of both. I don't think it just nothing justifies a hundred hour work weeks. Let's get that straight away. That's ridiculous. But you know, going for those little details is kind of what sets you apart. What sets the game apart from just every other thing. And if you take that position with Red Dead Redemption Two, what's to stop you from taking that position with anything? It's like, well, why Michelangelo lay on his back and paint the Sistine Chapel? Like, oh, what's the point of this? It just looks. I good. don't want visuals in my game. Yes, I want my <laughs> video games presented to be in audiobook form. I want, <laughs> I want text adventures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we need Arthur Morgan to read the whole, or uh, Roger Clark to read the entire script. Of- oh, and I think that was the other thing. Uh, they may have said something about Arthur. Yeah, like but, it was so pointless because they knew what was going to happen to a blah blah. The most know. purposeless protagonist to ever grace a box art cover. Well, and my really. opinion, not yeah, no, not not really either. My opinion of Arthur Morgan, and this isn't like a spoiler uh, talk yet. Um, depending on how you look at him, I like to see him as an extension of the audience and the game player. Yes, he has key aspects of his character that make him very unique and one of the best protagonists that rockstar has ever made but he's 
just like you uh, experiencing things as they're happening as you know, which is how games kind of are played. But in a way you create, uh, I don't know. It, 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 that, that article just pissed me off. There, there are, <laughs> there are elements of Red Dead 2 without when, as you're playing as Arthur, where you do have choices to make and they implement in that. And that was one of the better things that I like about it. So I, I, I see where you're coming from with that sort of line of thinking. I will give give the the uh, the writer of the article some credit that every time anyone has attacked Red Dead Redemption Two, it's been on the basis of gameplay, and that's the first article I really saw that tried to give a negative opinion of the story. So I mean, good on you for having the incorrect opinion. <laughs> yeah, good on you, but you you're wrong. <laughs> the straws the straws were a bit too far for you. I'm sorry. And that in that you know in the way like how he's purposeless because it was predictable like you know i could sit here and tell you the whole story of red dead redemption 2 and spoil it completely but i could not take away those emotional uh Hooks. points in the game yeah yeah i can't take those from you you know that that's what make, gives it purpose you know just because you could predict some things that may happen in the game does not uh does not take away from the experience at all yeah, this was another one. It was like, name a single unique characteristic of Arthur Morgan's that he does not share with John Marston. Like, they're completely different characters. How about Arthur Morgan is a bad dude? Yeah, he's just and, not a good, good person Yeah, he is not a good man. <laughs> Arthur Morgan is not a good man. No. <laughs> yeah, John, John, you can yeah. tell from the beginning, is. Yeah, yeah John is, is, is his, trying his best to be a good man. Arthur Morgan is not. No. Let's anyway, talk yeah, about Red Dead Redemption 2 at the end. We're you getting, speak as getting... if, some, if killing was something I cared about, Mrs. Downs. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of my favorite lines in the whole game, but we'll get that. We'll get to that in the, in the next discussion. A uh, quick bit of last episode follow-up in terms of the number of comments, because I don't have anything to talk about with the actual comments themselves, so we could... I don't either. I can't remember what the thing was that we were saying. Boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, I think it was boy. Yeah. Boy. How many comments boy. did we have? Uh, we had uh, 49 comments in total. So down on the, the last episode, unfortunately. But, um, uh, how many out of the 49 do you think uh, mentioned boy? 33. The majority of them. Oh. ADT's number. I'm going to say uh, uh, 21. 49 comments. I'm going to say 37, Alex. All right, Nos wins get... 25. 25 was the answer Damn, there. Damn, girl. Hey, bye, It was mentioned a total of 62 times in the comments, though. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Bass the Black Knight specifically mentioned it 33 times in a row. <laughs> so he was pretty much the responsible for all the extra mentions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, he's, he's the usual suspect for this type of thing. Yeah, uh, we do have one comment that, that Phil wanted to highlight. It's from uh, Bruce Broussard. If I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, I apologize. It says, uh, "Dude, I've watched your podcast from episode one when it was weekly. Dude. Then it was bi-weekly. It was then Nos. It was then that Nos visioned it and said that it will drop to monthly, and then no more. As soon as the notification hits, I turn on the podcast. I listen to it at work. I love listening to all of you guys. Nos's opinion and reasoning and topics are always fun to listen to. RDT is the best-looking one out of the group. Bruff has a hot fiance." <laughs> which is probably why he's the host. <laughs> in the end, I'll always support you guys and watch your YouTube videos. I just wish you went in the other direction of more regular podcast. 
Thanks, guys, for the entertainment. P.S. Bruff, get back onto GTA Sports so we can race. So thank you, Bruce. Thank I'm you. I'm the best me. looking. I got to put on my Tinder face, though. All right. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Bruce. Very nice comment. I do. I did. I, I remember no, reading that nice. and being happy about reading it. And he was totally bang on as well. Like that's the only reason I'm the host. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing else going for me. <laughs> I did see a great little face app uh, collage of you with a beard. Oh, uh, yeah. You, you should grow it out. Oh you yeah. Look good. Yeah. I feel like the unattractive woman in the group. Like you go there and you give part, you like compliments to everybody. Like, well, you've got a great personality. I love your opinions. God, don't make no junk. He didn't compliment me. He complimented my fiance. It wasn't, you know. Well, I mean, at least you're successful. Like, <laughs> that's, you know, he complimented your success. I just, oh, you have such a great personality. Yeah, thanks. Oh, did I reply to that? Okay, I did reply to that comment. I, that sounded like a comment that I would have replied to, to be fair. So. Yeah, but you said you were the smart one in the group. Yeah, you like your opinions. So. Anyway. There we go. Um, yeah, we, I, I, to be honest, I feel like it's been a, a good thing, the, the whole monthly thing. We've had a lot to talk about. I was excited for this one. I've enjoyed it. Well, we're one episode into the monthly thing. Like, yeah, you, it, no. It's a little too early. All right, well, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I guess we will. Heck yeah. I <laughs> Shoot that will. down immediately. <laughs> um, oh, man. So, community questions. Do we have anybody asking any questions? We sure do. Uh, we've got two questions this week. Uh, well, one question and one sort of maybe a little bit of a, a, advice. Um, so we'll, we'll go with the question oh, first. Oh, God, one. I don't want any advice. Yeah, I thought that <laughs> might be the case. Um, so uh, first question is from uh, podcast regular, uh, Mr. Mega Mario 64 Hello, Colin, oh, no. the Joking Hazard podcast, the show where we dance and you sue. Who's your question? Or what's your question? Well, it's for all of you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, for, it's for all of you. It's not the most inspired question this week but it's a question uh aside from christmas if it is your favorite holiday what is your favorite holiday okay aside fourth of july i've just lost it i'm gone because like i already had mario's user volume turned down and it was still quite loud, but then, like, for so everyone in the stream won't have heard that as loud as probably what you two did, <laughs> because you just had it not. I turned my volume down. I told, I warned you guys. Okay, you were already good. <laughs> I had him down to 13%. He was still really loud. <laughs> oh, um, Mario. Oh, good question, Mario. Good job, Mario. Never change. Um, <laughs> favorite holiday beyond Christmas? Um... <clears throat> I don't know. It feels like we don't really have that many holidays, like celebration type holidays in the UK. Like we don't really have a foot. Well, bonfire night would be our Fourth of July, I suppose. But you have a bonfire night. What the hell? Uh... That's called Friday down here, boy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's it's the the Daddy, firework yeah, night. Yeah. Guy Fox. I said bonfire night too, bro. Hey. Say again. I said bonfire night too. Yeah. What is Bonfire? What is that? It's Explain it's it. Guy Fawkes Night. It's where we celebrate the the a terrorist almost remember, blew remember up Parliament. Fifth of November. Yeah. Wait, you actually celebrate that? 
we well we celebrated that it didn't happen and he got caught. But he Wait, was like, Sky Fox said his body on a sky, fire. Right? Wait, V for yeah. Vendetta was real? <laughs> it's based on a it's based on a true historical event, yeah. Yeah, a guy Wait, called what? a guy called Guy Fox. Natalie Portman shaved her head. Um a guy called Guy Fox <laughs> on on like the he got incredibly close, like dug a tunnel underneath the Houses of Parliament or something, and there was a night where all of the you know, everybody was gonna be in the Prime Minister and all this kind of stuff and he got incredibly close to blowing up the whole thing. Um, but I think something failed with the detonation or something, and it didn't happen. And he got caught. And now, well, didn't wasn't it? We he got he got burned alive yeah, we, or something. And that's now what's fire. bonfire night. But we set a fire. What year was this? Like uh, sixteen twelve or something. It was ridiculously. Yeah, it was a long time ago. ago. Ask this Google. Mate, that, well, did, that didn't make any did sense. Bill so. Williamson set up the detonator. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when was uh, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> he died in 1606, so I'm assuming oh, it was... I was close! I was yeah. so close! Oh, that was captured a 5th of November, 1605. Yeah. So there you wow. go. Remember, remember the yeah, 5th I don't of November. Get that. So what do you do to celebrate this terrorist? Well, it's it's fireworks. You and, people you know, on fire, obviously. Yeah, there's we bonfires and fireworks and all that kind of stuff. We celebrate killing him. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> it's it's like your Fourth of July with just fireworks all over the place. Man, you guys know how to hold a grudge. The man's dead, and you're still <laughs> four hundred years later. We're still Every dead. year we throw a dummy onto a fire. <laughs> Let's go dance on his grave. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Penny for the guy. Kids make up a, a a dummy and and put him in clothes and stuff, and then go Are around asking Penny me? for the guy, and yep. and pay there, and they go around. And essentially, they're begging for money, I guess. But, and then they burn the dummy. It's, it's so weird. That is my favorite holiday after Christmas because it's so weird. Yeah, I can <laughs> see why Brexit happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, those cultured Europeans don't want us swines around them. There's going to be a lot of evidence of like just UK being backwards as hell. You guys open presents on Christmas Eve. No, we don't open dummies. presents on Christmas Eve. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I got that. Oh, uh, so RDT? Uh, what's your favorite? Uh, I think Thanksgiving. That's a favorite. I love I love food and I love yeah. like the homemade uh, food that gets made and uh, hanging out with family and drinking and watching football. I've been enjoying Halloween more uh, that we've been embracing Halloween. So since we went to the US and saw a US Halloween. And how crazy it is for you guys. We've been kind of. I was gonna say Halloween second. Yeah, we've been embracing it more in in the house and putting up like stuff for Halloween, and I've been enjoying that. So that would be. I hate Halloween. I never had money as a child for, for costumes. (laughs) Is this just like Noss's? Noss's sentence. Noss's party. Jeez. (laughs) Thank you, Mister Mega Mario, for the question. Thank you, Mario, for your question. Before I go, I, I don't know what my volume is now. I just want to apologize. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I just, like, don't, you don't I, I'm always it's on the fine. ball don't when you it. come into the, the show, and I've always got the volume ready to go. So, <laughs> so no, yeah, I just don't... had a Windows update yesterday, so I have a feeling that screwed with things again. Uh, yeah, and of course just, it would. Like, don't I was change. just with you, Nas, wasn't I? And it was loud? Yeah. So that was probably... uh, and I fixed that, and it, I don't know what happened. <laughs> 
Good old Windows. Uh, never mind. Never mind. Never Thank mind. you for the question. It was a good question once again. No problem. Is it just me or just not really here to all the holidays? Yeah, that's no, terrific. I just said I, I love 4th of July. I love Thanksgiving. Okay. Memorial Day is great. I think I think the, the the comments this this year is uh, the comments for this particular episode should be which three festive spirits should visit Nos to, uh, <laughs> to make him an uncruel, heartless bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Scrooge, we'll, we'll have the comment be Scrooge. Just mention Scrooge. Well, there's, nothing, there's been nothing fulfilling Scrooge in my past. Free and I don't have a future. So I guess free <laughs> You should change your Twitter name, get in the festive spirit, but the opposite. No. Yeah. So, Nos, I am. I'm going to have to ask you to open your heart and mind uh. just a little bit for our next uh, calling. So, uh, we've got uh, we've got Netrit next. Rip. I don't have a heart and I have an and eighth grade one, education, a, a, so I can't. A ghost, a ghost is going to visit Nos tonight. And then uh, his parent, his family's gonna like take the trailer, and as the ghost is trying to say its thing, he's just gonna tr- phase out of the trailer as they're moving away, <laughs> left <laughs> in the plot where his house was. Next Rex, welcome to the Hello. show. What have you got welcome to say for us? Choking Hazard Podcast. I've been told you don't have a question. I'm gonna have to be subjected to your advice. So go ahead. Well, and... well it's kind of I guess for for everyone out there. This is why I took it up. Um, so, like at the like for over a year ago, I started to stream myself, and then like after like after half a year, like it was like over like a lot over the affiliate stuff. So I was like, yeah, that's why I don't go for partnerships. So I pushed that stream daily and all that. Basically, ended up like Dionos now, completely burnt out, no fun whatsoever in any game, and then I was just like, okay, just gonna have to take a complete break. So I took a half year off, found other stuff I liked was that was for me karting and I got a part-time job did that and now like for like I don't know two months or so I'm streaming now again and I have the biggest fun ever of course like I ended up like you probably predicted yourself now a lot of less people watch you but I don't give a flying f about that because I like enjoy just like doing that for fun well, I, I think you that's have probably a different approach than I do well yeah. you know like you probably say that now, but after like you took your break and you came back from it and looked from a different perspective, you would be like, oh, this is different. And that's what I feel like everyone who's tried something like a own job in whatever way he tries and he doesn't succeed in it, like that is just like something that you can maybe approach a different time and then it will work out for you. And that is why I think it's a good time to bring it up in a Christmas stream, because Christmas is the time to be happy and, and stuff like that. <laughs> You're barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. this is like just for me, you know. Like that's like how I feel about that. I I think uh, you you have extremely good intentions, and you're definitely following the Christmas spirit. I think your audience is the uh, the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know when you did your push to partnership, did you complete all of the goals that Twitch lied, that laid out, or did you fall short of those? Well, I fell short of the view stuff. I, like I I, I, I saw that difference. I saw that of course, but. Like, still, like, you didn't succeed in it, and you ended up with the burnout, basically, of playing games. Yep. I, I don't know if I was burnt out at playing games at that point. I was burnt out on GTA, and now I'm burnt out on games, I think. So, 
Yeah, it came it came slowly over time. But it, maybe you're right. Maybe I'll come back and and I'll be satisfied with my five viewers and I'll have a blast. Or maybe I won't come back at all. Yeah, we'll we'll just have to see. So. Yeah. Thank you for for the the words of encouragement, Nex Rex. Yeah, thank you, Nex Rex. It's just I don't I don't see a situation where I could come back to streaming, and not have a significant number of people watching and me being motivated to stream. Because the the only motivation that I have to stream is the people watching. That's it. Yeah, that that is the only thing that motivates me to keep streaming. You know, other people just love to do it because they love the experience and and oh, they like you know the the stream of consciousness and they love all the work that goes into it. I'm not like that. I, I just care about the viewers. That's it. So. Do you care about yeah. the quality of the viewers or the number of viewers? Both, to a certain to a certain extent. I mean, num- numbers big is a big part. I mean, if if it's just like three people in chat, they could be the best three people I've ever been with. It's still three people in chat. Yeah. Would you rather have six hundred people typing choke and F six twenty? Absolutely. Or... Oh, careful, man. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you guys. I'm I'm a quantity <laughs> over quality guy. Yeah, so. we can see that in so many so. ways. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so you know, instead of glass half full, half empty, I either want a full glass or no glass at all. That that is that is <laughs> that is exactly you. <laughs> that is exactly yeah. you. So the the one thing that I think I've I've learned about you from this podcast is that yeah, that that is that is the perfect perfect description of just your character all or nothing yes there's no doing it for enjoyment for a small number of people because because no response no responsibility comes with nothing if i have nothing then i have no responsibility i have no work i have no if i have half of the cup i've still got all i've still got the same amount of responsibility i but i don't have the benefits of a full cup so yeah i'd rather just have nothing at that point so. Percy says hundreds of thousands stream daily to not to two viewers. Apparently, streaming to an average of twenty-five viewers puts you in the top one percent on Twitch. I, that, that that's still not motivate. I mean, there was I the, there was a there was a website that somebody created that, that was like low streams, so you could go you could go and see like a list of people that have like one or two viewers, so that you could go in and like say hi, and like boost them up a little bit yeah well that to, to close this because we've got to get to this we've got to get to rdr2 spoiler to close this that that's the dilemma that's the the defining characteristic of my dilemma with streaming is that i have enough people to justify streaming but not enough people to justify the emotional toll that streaming has taken on me yeah that's that, fair enough. that that is where i'm at right now yeah and i think that, a break in that situation a break is a good solution yeah, yeah. so anyway you know um, you should try? Crack. <laughs> wow, RDT's Apple Juice Minute has taken a weird turn. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's, your, it's that time, crack. actually, yeah, RDT. some meth, though, but... Was yeah. meth acceptable? Yeah, why not? Give it, give it a whirl. Oh, uh, we... Uh, if uh, you have thing? something to, to talk about, of course. Oh yeah, I was gonna. We're like two hours into this thing. I was gonna write up a whole thing and say this thing, but this is a really yeah. uh, It's a beer. I'll I'll review this next time. It's uh stuff. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's gone on too long now. You're too tired to do a, an apple juice minute. I'm trying to get pepped up for Red Dead Redemption 2 talk. As soon as that goes, then, yeah, we, then yeah. we'll get going. Okay, yeah, I should have gotten some Gorma rum. Yeah. And then we could have. Yeah, we, we, we spent to too long on, on other things. We needed to just... We planned to get through these really quick, and we've yeah. just not... Yeah, okay. I had this whole spiel about how I was a beer snob and that the only thing that's missing is I need tattoos on my fingers and my face probably, and I talk about, oh, the aroma of hops in this Imperial IPA yeah. from Voodoo Ranger really, really well, touches the back of my throat. Episode, yeah, okay. Up with you second, yes. Is Quaff? temporary <laughs> like, tattoos between now and then. I like the uh, I like the, the abbreviation for quaffable now. Is it quaff? It's a quaff. <laughs> is, is quaff? Is, um, is a quaff? Um, okay. Our RDT's YouTube channel is just going to be let's quaff. Let's quaff. <laughs> All right, chalk of the week. I got to do this um, in the right time. Yeah, let's just uh, do this. Quickly. This is the worst part of the show. I've got to I've got to like click the things that I need to click quickly because skype and changes and reasons so uh let's do there we go all right i think i don't think anybody noticed there was anything different <laughs> all right choke so are you guys ready to start no sure. uh, we got nos there thanks to yeah, skype's yeah. pop-up We'll, we'll 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 leave them there yes. in the corner. RDT's not showing though because no, no, no. we're ready. All right, okay. Let's start it now. Game is All right, so this is just cause three, correct? Is it just cause four? It's, it's four, and he's in the middle of a mission. Okay, it looks like Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> in the middle of a mission. Landing a jet next to the marker that he needs to do to complete the mission, I guess. Yeah, come on, we know what's about to happen. Oh, Just I know. Oh, is a train gonna? You can see what he's on train and, tracks. And since I know what's about to happen, it makes the whole clip pointless. And it's this is the most pointless clip to ever grace, <laughs> <laughs> ever Damn, grace bro. the podcast yeah. because yeah. it was predictable. <laughs> that, that, that's that's a little harsh. God damn. <laughs> I know. What was harsh in that Mashable artist their article too? So he's parked his jet on the train tracks. He's getting back in it. Oh God! He's, he's <laughs> oh, I haven't got there yet. Oh, there it is. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the moment he looks behind, though, actually, to be fair, was <laughs> pretty failed. <laughs> the mo the split second that he looks yeah, behind, there is, it is. Train. This is three. Yeah, this is that was just cause three, by the way. Oh, that was three. Okay. It yeah, was I didn't three. see a tornado. So is this second right. clip racing with randoms. Uh, comfortably in second place, this guy. Good, good Whoever on him. This is, we don't know who this is. We don't know who we don't know any who anybody is. People. I don't even know who I am anymore. On a stunt race, GT driver takes the victory. This guy's coming up to the finish in second. Oh, flips off a... I don't know what he flipped off. Off the light on the runway. Ah, oh, yeah, because Rockstar decided to put a light on the... Uh, yeah, they decided to finish those lights hitbox. Yeah. Uh, hitboxes, but the ones at LSIA don't have hitboxes. Oh, and the checkpoints... And he ended up finishing right? fourth. Oh. Just got oh, beaten by two people right end. at the end. Ugh. 
Good old rear lights. Vigilante in this really third clip. This is a time, time trial, trial, isn't it? Yeah. In German. This is the easiest oh, time trial. I, even I did Wait, this one this for an easy 50k. Oh, no way. No. Nice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this oh. is fantastic. He Austin Powers did. Oh, and he misses the. Ch he had he had like ten seconds to get to the end of the time trial. Oh, that's impressive and wow. Okay, that's rough. That's as R U F F right there. That's rough. That that that's a good one. That's a good one. Ends up good. So to for those who were listening, because you you want to go and watch it anyway, but he was. It was a time trial where you have to go all the way down Route 68, is that called? Yeah. And you end up yeah. just after the petrol station. And he was in the vigilante. He had like 10 seconds as he entered that little area with the petrol station. He flips off a, a, a bollard in the petrol station and then wedges himself lengthways between the two bollards and the with bollard and the curb and couldn't get out and just had to watch the timer <laughs> disappear. <laughs> I don't know what language you're speaking right now. <laughs> Me? Yeah, what's a ballard? What, a ballard in the petrol station? Yeah. It's called gasoline, baby. Okay. And then what would the, <laughs> like, what would a ballard be called? Big yellow pole. thing. Pole. pole. The pole. <laughs> okay, sorry. Sorry I'm English. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> now I know why. You keep British. apologizing for that. Maybe one day someone will forgive you. <laughs> Today is not that day. <laughs> um, let's get this. Let's get this of the week done. Yeah, we need to get it done. Come on, everybody in the chat. If you're in the chat, like watching live, you need to vote. Get it done. We move on to Red Dead Redemption. This is going to be our longest podcast. It's easy. Holy hell! Yeah, we could go for another four hours. I don't know about so that. Polly, we've only had fifty-three votes. Get your get fifty-three your votes. One hundred seventy-one people here, and you're not. Come on, come on, chat. You're so disappointed, Chad. We're working hard to provide this quality level of entertainment. I get, oh, if we get 200 votes on Choke of the Week, <laughs> Nas will come back to streaming. Can, <laughs> we get two, can we get 200 votes on the straw poll? From 160 people. Well, we've got people. 10 extra votes. Nice. Look, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a... This is a, a you have the ability to influence the outcome of something on the podcast. Yeah. Don't don't take that for granted. Otherwise, we'll start deciding who wins Choke of the Week. Voter apathy, okay, listen. Is yeah. the, don't take is, it for granted. Voter apathy yeah. is what caused Brexit. And yes. I was going to say something else, but I want to talk about America. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> are we, how many are we, have we leveled off with the numbers? We're on sixty-nine votes. Save. All right, that's it. Call that's it. it. Call it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're calling it. <clears throat> we have a clear winner. <laughs> I mean, I I would go for number three. Yeah, I agree. RDT. I mean, I thought the comic timing of looking behind the jet was funny. Yeah, yeah I it like was. The first it was bit. actually, yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna go with three because it, you know, he sucks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all <So>. right <laughs> so in third place with eight percent of the vote was uh always check your rearview mirror that was the one with the uh the train that was gil viper's clip thank you gil very viper. good 
And uh, in first place is obviously Austin Powers would be proud of GT Driver 241, <laughs> choke number three. Congratulations. Well there we go. Good job, GT, GT Driver. Driver. You are terrible. He won the race. He won the race the in choke two, yeah. <laughs> and he won the choke of the week in choke three. Yeah. He's all over He's all over choking hazard this week. Um, and obviously uh, choke number two was our runner-up, uh, and that was by Neomancers. Thank you, Neil. And they were all great. Here, you're all, it's a, an accomplishment to get on Choke of the Week at all because we have yeah. so yes. many submissions. So many submissions. Yeah. Submit. Uh, hey, we had quite we a few. This we week. did actually. We do. We we hit our this, 400th this week. submission this week. 400th wow. submission, submission of all time. That's amazing. So wow. get get more get more of them in. If you do any chokes, get them in. Links yeah, in the and description. If you didn't get through this week, feel free to resubmit. Yeah. Um, and good job, yeah, GT driver. You are terrible. This week, <laughs> this week. Yeah, I'm gonna keep saying. I'm gonna keep saying that though. Choke of the week this week because that's the choke in itself, isn't it? Of course. All right. Yeah. Finally, we've been waiting a long time for this. Spoiler alert! Spoiler yeah. alert! If you don't Listen. want anything in Red Dead Redemption 2 spoiled, you click off right now. If you haven't, if you ha if you intend to play it through yourself, if you intend to watch my playthrough on my second channel, which the final episode. <laughs> would have gone up the day before this gets released. <laughs> oh my God. I know. Nobody watches anything anymore. <laughs> um Yeah. Don't this is this is the time to turn off. Spoiler alert, we will be telling you who has lumbago. We will be unveiling who has lumbago in the story, okay? Five, four, three, two, one, done. Okay. What are Dude, we could you about? believe that scene where Jack was uh, friggin' killing everybody in the camp? That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> now leave. I now actually leave. <laughs> I want to start off by congratulating you, Bruff. Good job. You did not get the pleb scene at the end of a fine art, the fine art of conversation. Good job. Fine out of comment. Which one was that? Good job. The what scene? You remember when you had the discussion with the nun? Oh yeah. Uh, you got the good scene. You oh. did not get the pleb one. Oh if yeah, you're a you pleb, could... Yeah, you would have talked to Reverend Swanson, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. And it was so significantly terrible. Like it's such a terrible scene compared to the one with Sister Calderon. I have to so say that job. that scene got me like the way. They animated his face on one moment there yeah. when he said, I'm scared. I, I couldn't believe it. That was so moving, that scene. Yeah, that one that one got me yeah. bad. I want to speak to whoever did the texture work for Morgan's eyes in the later portions oh my. of the game. Oh, my it's, God. It's like every scene, even like funny scenes, was hard to watch. Yeah, he's just, just a shell. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, the, that... the, the fine-tuned animations in this game are so immaculate. One moment that stuck out to me personally was uh, Como Driscoll in San Denis. When, he, oh, yeah. when he's standing at the gallows and he's like, you know, whatever, man. Oh, yeah. I, I'll get out of this one again. And then he looks down. And his men are being held up by Sadie and Dutch. And he looks up and Arthur's like, hey, Colm. Yeah. <laughs> and his face just comes to the realization. He's like, yeah, oh, the, my the, God. The facial animations were impressive. 
they really did more than any other game I've known really portray real emotion in those faces without the need for any words. Which is funny yeah. because I just started playing L.A. Noir last week. And those animations are dog crap compared to what they did. <laughs> yeah, they were like game. ahead of its time. Whenever. Yeah, I'm like, have at the time, this that, is amazing. <laughs> have you seen that clip where, like, the title is L.A. Noir requires you to, <laughs> to, to you know. They uh, were just taking some ties. That's all I saw. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. I love it so I've never much. played L.A. Noir. I've been thinking maybe I should get it Ooh, on the Switch. You should. But... It's very good. It'd be good. It'd be a good playthrough. Yeah. Um, be a good one. I loved L.A. Noir. Um <laughs> Can, can I say, because uh, from, from I want to get it out of the way, first of all, because I want to talk positively about the game, that there are negatives to the game, oh, yes. but it's we'll all about, about for me at least, it's all about the controls and the bitty nature of certain things, right? I don't want to talk about that right now. We've talked about it previously, and all, all the things that I think I said or we said in previous episodes of the podcast, they still hold true. I want to talk about story because yes. the story is what and the world that you're in and the experience is what got me initially well it got me through the game it picked me up and and just took me on a ride because the first three chapters I was I, I was just like yeah I'm so I'm so I mean why I don't even I didn't even know if I was going to get through it honestly well no I was going to get through it because I was streaming it but if I'd been playing it on my own, I would have found it difficult to continue because the first mm. three chapters I thought were so slow. But there is an incredible payoff for them being that way when you get to the end. It's just you do... I feel like they could have done it a little bit, could have gotten there a little bit quicker to that final mission or the final few missions of chapter three. But I specifically remember that moment where you're walking up with the... The yeah, gang that's a short on the walk house. in a pretty town. Uh, that's oh, the man. that's the turning point in the game. That is the that, pretty yeah. town. That that is... moment specifically when you're walking up and you see the house and they're all in a line and the the, the night and the, the lighting and everything and the story at that point. Oh, that is wait, the turning yeah, point for that for the entire game, I thought. And that was when I'm sorry. But... What? That's Blood Feuds Ancient and Modern. That that was because I've got a I... list here of like my top five. Okay. okay. <laughs> I would these anyway, but I don't know the names of any of the missions. Yeah, just the final either. mission of chapter three, basically. A short walk in a pretty town was the demise of Sean, and that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that was. That's a, where yeah. I would say the the game turn like it oh, veers. That off. came out of nowhere. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because that the mission you're talking about where you assault the Braithwaite Manor, that's like pretty much right after. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That whole to period. Back it up, yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, the, the, I, I felt like, at least from my end, every single chapter was better than the last. That is how I yeah. felt, personally. Except for Korma. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I mean, Gorma I didn't has mind. Gorma yeah. has its value as a first-time playthrough. Every yes. subsequent time you play this game, Gorma is going to be that portion of the game that you can't stand that you're going to have to get through. Yeah, yeah. But for that first reaction of where has my cowboy game gone? Yeah. Yeah. You can't replace it. That that's what that's the value that Gorma has. That's the value yeah. chapter 5 has. And there is there is value in Gorma in that that's where everything starts to fall apart. 
And um, personally, I think that Hosea is the only thing that was holding Dutch together. And then yeah, in Gorma, absolutely. you see, like, he's like, all right, I'm just going to start killing people. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. betraying everybody. Yeah, that's it. The moment he loses it. That, that's the moment that he loses it, I think. Uh, finally. I mean, he was already a little bit off the rails. Didn't you but... see, Arthur? She was going to betray us. Uh, I didn't know that. Well, I got some Spanish. <laughs> she was. <laughs> but I think and, like... then he, and then right after, he said something about how she looked. And then Arthur was like, I thought you said you spoke Spanish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, There's a lot to say about Dutch fandom. My, my experience was like every place that I went to was brand new. Like I didn't do any exploration outside of where I was. So the camp moved. I did the mission where I needed to be. I didn't really do much beyond that. So for me, like the end of episode, the end of chapter three was the turning point. And then going straight into chapter four to this city. And it was, Sandini is an amazing place. And especially for the first time coming to that place as part of the story, it's just like, wow, okay, chapter four is, it, this is something else. And then Guama just goes beyond that with an entirely new map. And you think, well, there's no way. This must just be a cutscene and I'm going to be back, you know, on the map again. And then you end up on a completely new place. So yeah, for a first time playthrough, it does have significant value as just shaking everything up completely. Yeah. And I think every game or a lot of games, there's, there's always the point. And I was thinking about this as I was going through, you know, through chapter three and four, like where is the point in the game going to be where it strips you of all your gear? Yeah, because yeah. games have that mm. a lot of the times. They'll strip you of all your equipment once you get towards the higher level and then send you back down to the bottom for a little while. Yeah, and I was wondering when that was going to be, and that was Gorma. So. And also this the mission where you get captured by the O'Driscolls. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah cool. but you, but you, I mean, you get your, you get your weapons yeah, back, you get back right pretty after easily, that. But, so yeah. But yeah, that doesn't really count, I don't feel. The one thing mm. that I wish I'd done differently in my playthrough is um, saved the reveal of Arthur's uh, TB mm-hmm. for the start of chapter six instead of the end of chapter five. Like when we got yeah. back from, when I got back from Guama and located the camp, I wish I'd just gone straight to Dutch and gone to the new camp and then gone into Saint-Denis to see Sadie. And that would have been where the, the TB thing happened. But because yeah. I did it at the end of chapter five, it, it, I mean, it was an incredible impact. I just feel like it would have been better given. I, I kind of yeah, wish they'd. I kind of wish they'd held there. that mission back, not giving you the option to do it in chapter five, and held it back for chapter six. I feel like the impact would have been even greater after mm. you've you know you've moved to a new place and everything's falling apart. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't even realize Man, that they, was a they thing. killed our. Let's talk about killing our character. Yeah. What, well, yeah, what did you most... did you did you two? save it till chapter six or did you do it straight away in chapter five yeah i don't even remember yeah, like, i went okay. to i went to uh, i moved to lakay first okay or, yeah or i no, yeah no or i we moved to beaver hollow first and then i think uh i did that yeah i wish i'd so. done it that way so um my first playthrough i was so paranoid that i was gonna get the story spoiled for me so i kind of just like Went through, I did some side things, but I, I wanted to get the main story done. So I don't really remember specifically. I'm on my second playthrough now. I'm in chapter four and I'm like 
taking it slow, experiencing things and, yeah. and actually playing the game how I wanted to play it. But yeah. I'm surprised I never got spoiled actually. I mean, there were a few moments and I had a, um, I had a filter set up in the chat so that any, for any names of any of the main characters were said that would time someone out immediately. And there were a few moments that people would never have known because they got timed out immediately and people watching don't see what is said. Uh, but there were a few moments where people did come in and spoil stuff. Thankfully, I oh, wow. also was able to like you know not focus on it too much, and I just saw that something was timed out. I didn't look at it. But yeah, when I've gone you know gone back and thought about the start of a sentence that they were about to say, you know it was a good thing to do that, and people wouldn't have people. There was a lot of distaste about the fact that that filter was on, but it did actually help for those who were watching yeah. at the time. Um, but yeah, I'm surprised I was able to, you know, experience all the shocks and all the changes because I only just, I, you know, it wasn't too long ago that I finished it. So most people probably would have finished it before me. Um, yeah. Didn't Xerxes get it spoiled for her? Yeah, she did. Yeah. Completely. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. But like I said earlier, like you can, I can sit here and tell you that, you know, Arthur Morgan gets TB and Mike and Micah's the rat. But I still can't take that uh, scene with Sister Calderon from you. Yeah. yeah, I can't take that from you. I can't, you know, I can't take the the excellent scene, you know, at the end. There's a mission, the mission where you rob the Valentine Bank, right? And then you have to go back and speak with Mrs. Downs again mm-hmm. uh, to to finish collecting a debt. I think that's one of the best scenes in the game because every line, like. I don't know. It just gives me an impression that they poured over every line meticulously in that whole scene. You know, it yeah. starts off with. Uh, maybe I'll keep you in the black. You know. Yeah, maybe I'll keep you in black. Uh, you know, on your behalf or whatever. Yeah. And then it was, you know, she comes down and she she says, "You ever think about eternity?" And I hope it's hot and terrible, Mrs. Downs. Yeah, yeah it's such yeah. a great line. And then she comes out with the money, and, and he's like, "Thank you for your punctuality, Mrs. Downs. That's next to next to godliness, isn't it? That's cleanliness, sir." Yeah, well, I have to take your word on that. <laughs> yeah, he very such... clearly does not like the job that Strauss has him doing, and yeah. that is that's kind of the ultimate irony of his demise is that he's reluctantly going to this farm to beat up this sick man and his deeds are as opposed to him getting shot and killed like he should as an outlaw uh his bad deeds to good people uh led to a slow painful death yeah he's, he was it's a... hot and terrible mrs downs as i just love he, that, he that was scene. a great yeah. character i thought uh arthur and the 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 progression especially as it ramps up towards the end and how kind of the the real i feel like the real him comes through at the end when he realizes he's got no more time to do anything about it did you guys chuck strauss out of the cap in chapter six i didn't get that option no you have to you have to do all of money lending and other scenes you have to do every interaction of that to throw strauss out of camp yeah I, I wasn't a fan of going out and collecting debts. Yeah, so I, I think it's extremely valuable to Morgan's character development because the later ones that you do, of course, you get the option to absolve the debt and give money to the people who had the yeah, debt. That's know. what I did. Mm-hmm. I, I think those are extremely important. I don't really get 
how everybody feels so bad. Like, yeah, it's wrong, but these people did take the loans, right? And yeah. and, and and blaming Arthur for Downs' death is, I mean... No, he was going to die. The clearly. man had TB. Let's yeah, slow yeah. down here. I mean, he was still working his ass off. Like, it's not like he was, you know, had TB and he was out in California resting on the beach. You know, yeah. he was still out there in the fields doing stuff. It was almost like yeah. Arthur was just doing, you know, what he knew to do throughout the game. And then towards the end, he realized he could actually have a choice about what he was doing and, and affect something yeah, he before did, he, he didn't went. have to be loyal to the gang yeah. in Dutch the whole time. Yeah. Because the gang's not loyal to him. Yeah. That was the idea that was sold to them by Dutch, and that's what you get in the beginning because it's a tight knit group. And then towards the end, as Dutch becomes more erratic and loses his moral compass in Hosea, he realizes that it's really just everybody for themselves, yeah. and he's the one that has to pay for the things that he's done. Not Dutch, not John, not anybody else. It's just going to be Arthur. Yeah. So. Um. So the the. Did you guys all get the, the, the supposedly, as you could say, best ending? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. high honor and then going with John. Now, I will yeah. say, a lot of people, you know, at first I was like, you didn't go for John? Like, well, you do it. As I've thought about it more and, 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 you know, I've watched all the endings and whatnot. I will defend going back for the money as a valid ending. I will sit here and defend mm-hmm. it as valid. It's just phrased wrong. It shouldn't be go back for the money. It should Confront be go Dutch for go for revenge. And yeah. the and the soundtrack mm-hmm. that happens. It's so I've watched it so satisfying. It's, it's Arthur, it, yeah, yeah, it's like. Bah, bah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just go look up the track. It's really good. It's it's another version of Unshaken, of course. But Arthur running through the woods, just killing Pinkertons, yelling <laughs> Dutch and Micah's name. You know, it's so satisfying. Micah! Dutch! Yeah, yeah you but think I that have... was a mistake in the, the text of the option. Could take the money rather than... Uh, he should yeah, have, it shouldn't he should be go been... for the money. It should be go for revenge. Yeah, okay. I, I, you know, I, I've, if you think about it from that point, because obviously Arthur has no motivation to go for the money. He's, he's a dead man, yeah. right? You're dying, he, black lung. Yeah, yeah but he oh, does I... have the motivation to go back and confront uh confront dutch and micah because i mean john's already free you know he's already yeah. he's, all, he's be already all right. out of there yeah yeah so it's you know it, it, uh i will defend all of the uh all of the the endings as valid yeah. and if you have low honor you know i don't know if you two know this but micah shoots you in the face oh yeah. i watched that yeah and i gotta say i kind of do like that scene uh when he's like damn you and he goes damn us both and then just bam right in the face like, yeah that like that that's the thing he's uh, defiant yeah. until the end yeah. yeah going going from uh you know oh if you didn't go for john and you didn't have bad honor you're playing the game wrong you know i've, I've definitely changed my opinion all four of the endings are valid yeah in my opinion and i feel like valid. you can there's an element like i've said this a few times now how they brought in the whole choice system at least to a certain degree it wasn't one of those games where it's all based on choice but you could shape arthur to a certain degree into the person who you wanted him to be and so from a perspective of high honor you want to do the right thing all the time yeah the other endings may not seem quite right to you 
but you could play through the game in a completely different way make your Arthur a completely different type of Arthur towards the end yeah. and those endings then become much more valid and actually going for John going with yeah. John and having a nice ending makes no sense based on the type of yeah. Arthur that you have I will say that low honor and going with John doesn't make too much sense yeah. to me. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's the only one that doesn't make yeah. much sense. But I, I agree um, with you there. Yeah, unless it it's just like happenstance that you, you know, you had been going around killing random people for whatever reason. You just had low yeah. honor. Um, and the way as I hear you guys discuss this, it kind of makes sense to that you could look at Arthur in two different ways. Like, I think, Ruffy, did you say that Arthur becomes more of who he should be, you know, the good guy when he gets his diagnosis? Uh, you could easily just say the other way, too, is that he realizes it's a death sentence and there's nothing he can do. So just keep on carrying on what he's been yeah, doing. He's like, that's ah, also true. Yeah, he can go. What, yeah, from that moment where he gets TB, he can make two choices. He can try to do a good thing and do the right thing and absolve himself, redeem himself, yeah. redemption, or he can do the opposite and just play into it even more. Yeah. So Who knows? I, like I said, I, I thought that each chapter was better than the last. And that also extends into the epilogues as well. I don't know whether you guys agree, but I agree. I, I love the epilogues. I loved the epilogues <laughs> I love so the much. Epilogue. And I don't know what it is, but like as much as I loved Arthur playing as John again, I don't know. I just it just felt right. I just he is he this. I can't put it into words quite what it is that makes him such a good character to be and to play. I don't really know. I just feel that I, I enjoyed playing as him a lot more. Yeah, I liked Arthur as a character. I thought he was a great character, but I enjoyed playing as John more. I agree. It's like sleeping in your bed after a long vacation or something. Or being yeah. away, you like you come home, and that's just ah, this is. And nice. I think the yeah. the positioning of the missions you do with John are very important. Because in the first game, you start out and you're doing all this ranch work at the beginning, and all you yeah. want to do is go be a cowboy, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. one of the worst parts about the game is that it starts off not only slow but slow and boring, and you're not doing what you want to do and everything like that. Yeah. But this in in Red Dead Redemption Two, you've already been a cowboy. Like yeah, you, every mission up time. until this. Yeah, yeah, every every mission up until this point has involved combat, and now you're doing the ranch work. And, and also, I thought that the ranch pace. work wasn't anywhere near as uh, bad as what it was in Red Dead One. It wasn't as near as time consuming or as boring because they had you doing a few different things, and then it would go to a cutscene, and the rest would do itself. Yeah. You know, it was the, the the I thought that especially in the epilogue part one, the feeling of time. Like, you would do a mission, you'd go to sleep, you'd wake up again, you'd do another mission, you'd go to sleep, you'd wake up again. Like, the the, the feeling of time really helped that aspect as well. Um, just to to give you a sense of, you know, he's just doing, getting on with a bit of life at the moment. Rather than, okay, I'm just, go, I, could, I just want to go off and do a lot of things right now. What choice do I have? <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I liked the epilogue. I thought it was funny. Uh, I mean, that's a great way to look at it, Nas, about, you know, you've been a cowboy this whole time and now you're doing the, the ranch work and trying to make an honest man of yourself. When I started playing the epilogue, I was like, it's kind of funny that Rockstar was like, everyone hated doing the ranch work. 
let's just give them a shit ton of ranch work to do. <laughs> yeah. like, well see i you know it's the thing i don't mind doing the ranch work when there's nothing else i would rather do you know yeah right i just it's, watched one of the best characters in a rockstar game die on a hill yeah. looking out at the sunset yeah. what else am i gonna do now just... but that was it, two things were weird about the epilogue to me uh, you start out with short hair. I was like, all right, I need to buy some hair tonic now. <laughs> I, need, I need John to have longer hair. And uh, yeah, I don't know. John was really skinny for me, which I think was a glitch. John has the curves of a woman. Let's talk about that. He is that. so skinny. It's really odd. I like, didn't necessarily notice is... that too much. Like, he, he, ha- he, he has an like hourglass you. figure. <laughs> right. Like, it's really, it was really weird. I started just shoveling in oat cakes in, in hopes that... <laughs> yeah, that, I put uh, on, like, a big jacket or something. Like, I had to cover things up. He was so thin. It was crazy. But his weight was perfect, you yeah. know. Yeah. He had, right. he had perfect weight. So that's the, I mean, even even Red Dead Redemption is setting unobtainable body standards for men. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I thought uh, Epilogue One was like was great, but it was quite short. And mm-hmm. the end of Episode Part uh, Epilogue Part One, when he opens up the case and he puts on the clothes and he steps out of the door, like I didn't even realize it. People mentioned it in the chat. Look at Bruffy's smile. Like that was just a yeah. great moment. John is like back. Ep- Epilogue Part One is like just the moment where john becomes john excuse my my uh crude language and imagery the scene that one part where you have the double barrel sawed off oh, yeah. and you look down and it's the cover of red dead one i nutted maybe <laughs> <laughs> like, i'll pay your wife a visit you know blah blah blah, blah bam yeah, yeah he was just oh that was so great <laughs> um and then i feel like ep- epilogue 2 was my favorite part of the game like, I mean, oh, yeah. I, I spent... Oh, can we talk about the mission in New Jerusalem, please? Uh, which oh, one is that one? The house. Oh, when they built the house. Oh, when they built the house. Ah, what a great mission. Hammer and a nail and yeah. now build it. <laughs> what a great mission. Yes. Oh, it's so great. And there's no gameplay. There's zero oh. gameplay. It's so perfect. It's all QTEs. <laughs> and then the, the, the one of the things for a gold medal on it is to hammer in like 80% of the nails with perfect yeah. accuracy or something. <laughs> but I, someone said that um, that like a few or a lot of reviewers had said that was the worst mission in the game. And it's like, I, how can well, that wrong. was a great mission. It was so good. Cool. Um, and yeah, the, the the blue bird that was there that people yeah. were saying signifies Arthur. Hmm. In every yeah, scene, there's a, a blue bird. Oh, I didn't know that. Just, yeah, just yeah, just a blue jay. It's like little popping around on on different planks of wood, and it's in every single scene from that every cut. Dude, there are so many like the, the blue jay. There's so many things in this game that I am amazed and that no one will ever even notice. Like, yeah. uh, did you do the, I don't know, Nas, you definitely know what the name of the, the line of missions is, but the Jim Boy Calloway missions? Yeah, the gunslingers. Yeah, yeah. the gunslingers. I, I figured you would know, like, American heroes out in the Westfield, Texas lot. That's the name of them. Uh, at the end, obviously, y- you get into a shootout with Jim Boy Calloway himself after he shoots the sheriff in the back, or the marshal in the back. And uh, Yeah, Slim Grant, by up- the way. Huh? That's his name. What? That's his name is Slim Grant. 
Uh, Slim Grant, sorry. If you take, I took all of the Gunslinger's guns because they're cool and unique. If you look at Jim Boy Calloway's gun, it has etched in it, I I think, Canis Canum Edit, which I don't speak Latin, which I think it translates to Doggy Dog. Yes. Uh, That's on the school crest of Bullworth Academy. There is a Mr. Galloway, not a Mr. Calloway. And in LA and LA Noir, apparently, apparently in LA Noir, there's like a, a rusty Callaway. They're both alcoholics. It's like, it's like there's so much that honestly, we're nerds for Rockstar games. We're yeah. gonna know this stuff yeah. or look it up at least. No, someone's gonna be like, cool gun, and then throw it away. Yeah, like there's so much detail that they put in single player, which is so frustrating that yeah. Red Dead Online is trash. I mean, speaking of, of you know small details, the you know one of the best moments in, in the game for me is when you were carrying John off that mountain in the very beginning of the game, and it did that whistle, mm-hmm. the same whistle that when John got off the train in Armadillo. Ah. Oh yeah. really? Oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't notice that. Wow. Okay. Or maybe not when he got off the train in Armadillo. It was it was the same whistle that was in the main theme yeah. of the soundtrack. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting that you uh, right when you there. said Canis Canum edit that that was the title of the uh of that was the title of Bully in the UK. Really? Oh, Bully. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Um, interesting. But <sighs> yeah, the, the the little details in in some way it was too overwhelming in the first part of the game, but then as you get further into the game and you, you've got a good base for everything. The little details become more special because it's not overwhelming anymore. You know, you you know the controls. You, I mean, let's not talk about how the controls are, but you know the controls. Okay. You know the characters. You're not having to. You're not having to learn anything about people, so you can focus more on the details, and then they become more valuable. So yeah, incredible level of detail that has gone into it. And for me, like the the game. It is as a as a like a storytelling experience. It's easily the best rock star I've ever done from telling a story. I think, yeah. and and the story itself, like this whole. Do we st- do we have any problems with the story? Speaking of how good it is, are there any negatives about the story? Because I know I have one. Well, I I didn't. I, I honestly didn't like the first three chapters. I, at least until the end, I thought they were just too slow. I wanted to get there quicker. They didn't need, and I was just focusing on missions i wasn't doing any side stuff it didn't need seven to eight hours for chapters two and three that could have been the entirety of the first three chapters for me um i didn't think that members of the camp received their fair shake as far as like delving into their backstories especially the women i I literally have that in my notes i was like who is molly anyway why do we care that's a good point yeah that's a good point yeah. yeah I, I was like, agree. the women are so underutilized, and uh, I, you know, we're supposed to care about the camp, but I don't know anything about. Yeah, I didn't find myself caring about many of the characters. It literally like Charles and Sadie, and those are the two who yeah. Rockstar push you towards because they're two of the you know the best characters. But the rest yeah. of them, I mean, it was I nice going and seeing them. Apart from Rain's Fall, but we'll talk about the Indian missions. But the camp members. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, I mean, it was nice going and seeing them afterwards, but I didn't feel like I needed to. And there were some camp yeah. members that I didn't go see in the epilogue. Lenny! Just wasn't bothered. <laughs> Lenny, my boy! <laughs> oh, yeah, Lenny. Rip Lenny. My yeah. main problem with the story was how unlikable they made Micah. 
I feel. Oh, yeah, that was very. He was he was just so so cookie cutter, transparently bad. Yeah, Yeah. just such a bad dude. Very easily hateable. Yeah, he was so easily hateable even before you knew that he was the traitor among the group. Yeah. yeah, you know, it was obvious Arthur hated him, and then you grow to hate him because the your first interaction with the man is killing dozens of innocents for two guns. Yeah, yeah. So it should, they they could have done a better job with Micah to make him at least somewhat likable, so that when the twist is discovered that he is the traitor, you know, it's like what Micah was our friend. You know, my, how could it have been Micah? Yeah. You know, we I thought like, was he Molly, was bad, but, but he, he always had a, the, the camp first and, you know, he was always thinking about it. He, they could have positioned him like that. But yeah. I think the the whole very last mission of the game, that, that moment where you kill him is very satisfying. Like, more satisfying yeah. than any other killing of a, a antagonist that I've ever experience in a game i think yeah but i yeah. feel they could have accomplished that making yeah, Micah likable initially too, yeah instead of just initially oh i hate this guy yeah, yeah it would make more sense too that he was able to get so close to dutch if yeah. he was a little bit more likable instead of just straight up antagonizing yeah. everybody in yeah the camp. that's true yeah because i would i went into the game expecting bill was going to be that guy yeah really? oh, well, I'm, I'm obviously not going to like bill yeah, yeah, the game is not going to want me to like Bill, right? Yeah, yeah. And and I don't think it really ended up that way. You know, Bill was yeah. Bill's just dumb. Yeah, yeah. That's Bill. Yeah. How come every time I do something wrong, it's because I'm a dummy, and every time you do something wrong, it's just, it's one, just of one of those things. One of them things. You know, he's got a point there, Arthur. <laughs> Yeah, I I really liked Bill. Bill Bill's a, a great character. Um, and like I said, I, I thought that they were gonna make him the token bad guy. You know, mm. the token you're not gonna like him, and they yeah. didn't. And I was I was very surprised uh, that they didn't go that route. I so, thought I thought Dutch was one of the best characters. Oh yeah, Dutch is a great character. So so good the his unraveling and the way that he progresses i mean the, a lot of the characters had incredible story progression and the way that they they, they evolved yeah. you know. except um, for the women <laughs> well, yeah, for the sadie. except for yeah, sadie well, well sadie adler sadie's yeah. not a woman sadie sadie's <laughs> she's a lady <laughs> yeah um it was yeah, nice that I mean, sadie and uh charles came back for the epilogue though i've got to say it was it was nice yeah. being with those again are you not gonna give uncle any credit come on i'm I'm, I'm i'm coming on to uncle <laughs> Because people have been mentioning about Uncle in the chat more so than Uncle's anybody else. <laughs> Uncle he is funny. Great. Get up or get out. Oh, I got a little bagel. It's very serious. <laughs> if I overdo it, I get a relapse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's such a great Dude, character. Yeah. When he's getting tortured by Murphys? Is that what Mumphreys? Mur- Mumford and Sons? No, those are the Skinner brothers. You're close. Uh, the oh, yeah. are over in the swamp. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Murphy's like... killed my horse. I managed to get through all the way through the game with the same horse that I bought initially at the very start, and they killed <laughs> it like close to the end in chapter six. And I swear, if I'd gotten to the end of the game with that horse, I would have cried in that scene. Oh, it wasn't as powerful wait, wait, when he yeah when he says thank you to the horse. It wasn't as powerful because it was a new, relatively new horse. Oh, you, oh, that's that's okay. Listen, let me tell you about a little side quest in chapter six that you missed called the veteran, my dude. I'm gonna 
I'm going to tell you about this. So, did you do the first interaction of the veteran? Do you remember anything about a guy with no one leg? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you met Buell then, the beautiful beast that is Buell. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so eventually you, like, go hunting and fishing with him, and, and like, you're he's really Arthur's friend. And then he meets his demise to a boar. And oh, really? his dying words are, take Buell for me. And you take Buell. Oh, really? So, and then as Arthur, you use Buell, and then Buell is the one who wow. dies at the end. Oh that's, no! <laughs> okay, that's yeah, that's that's the one. Yeah, that, that oh, would have wow. been rough. Jesus, I didn't See, realize that all happened in the Amish missions. I didn't. You do can't the play the game once. You no, you have yeah. to. You can't experience everything in one playthrough. Yeah, that's I, true. Buell sure is that. such a beautiful horse too. He's gigantic and fast and gold. He's very Buell's a good boy. I didn't realize <laughs> the Hamish missions were that like that, that turned into that. If I'd known that there was a big payoff for the because I did the second Hamish mission as John, the fishing one, and I was kind of like, I, I don't really want to do this. I wanted to yeah, if you do get to the end John, of the game. I don't have nearly the yeah. impact that I deserve. <laughs> I, honestly, I think the veteran should have been a completely missable quest. Like You either do it with Arthur or you don't do it with, at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's funny when you go back to the strangers afterwards, they're like, who are you? You're like, Arthur died. And they're like, all right, let's keep doing the thing that we yeah. were doing with him. Yeah, like, it's the exact same dialogue. They really didn't do a very good job. I, I, honestly, I think they should have all been missable. Yeah, as, I don't think there was any as... need to keep a lot of them available. And John deserved more Stranger Missions exclusive to him. Yeah, I agree. In my opinion, because there's only yeah. one, and it's bad. It's not great. You you meet an Arthur. An Arthur what? An author uh. that wrote books that Dutch uh, read a lot to okay. Arthur oh, and, and John and he locks himself into a cabin you feed him a couple times and then he dies writing a nice. book out of starvation it's pretty boring so <laughs> there should there should have been more did you do uh duchesses and other animals for Mrs. Margaret uh Ruff that uh, stranger line I don't know what happens uh the circus animals <laughs> no the guy uh, yes yeah I did the, the little guy who runs yeah. around the forest and with the... No, 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 no. No, no. no oh. that's the smell of grease paint. That's different. It's called, of course, he's British, is the, is the yeah. name of it. Oh, yeah, really? he's British. He's got the handlebar mustache, and he paints a donkey oh, like what a zebra. Uh, I don't think... Yeah, never mind. I'm getting the names wrong. Duchesses and Other Animals is the exotics quest. It's burned into my head because I hated it so much. <laughs> um, yeah, he's British, of course, yeah. You... <laughs> Do you want me to spoil that one for you? Or yeah, I mean, gonna, I, as much as uh, I enjoyed Red Dead Redemption, and this was going to be like a final thing, I'm not anyway, going to, so, like, it's not so my, the, you know. The, the quest involves you You meet a the world's most famous uh, lady animal t uh, trainer. And, of course, it's a man with a mustache named Margaret. And he <laughs> sends you to go get a zebra, which is a donkey painted. It's a zebra donkey. You know, it's a donkey <laughs> painted like a zebra. And then he sends you to go get uh, a cougar or something like a uh, leopard. Or, yeah, something like oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And it turns out to be a cougar that's painted uh, like there's a lion and there's a and then there's a, a no, it's a lion and a tiger. That's right. Yeah. And the lion is a dog that's dressed up as a lion. And then the tie and then the, the isn't it the other tiger. way around? Isn't the isn't the tiger? I'm pretty sure the tiger's the dog because I, I specifically way, remember the name. One of them is a dog, and one of them is an actual <laughs> cougar. Uh, so, and 
you you get them. Of course, the cougar eats the dog. Surprise, surprise. And then the final um, portion of the quest leads you to Emerald Ranch, where they've got a lion trapped in the barn. And Morgan's like, oh, it's just a dog. Let me in. So he goes in the barn, and then something jumps out of the top of the barn. And you, ch- you chase whatever it is across the field. And it's a real lion. Okay. A real lion comes out of a okay. out of a horse stall and charges at you, and it's 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 a it's a great great. And twist. you got to go in a dead eye and shoot, it and you go back. And he's like, you didn't think it was a good idea to tell me that the lion was actually a lion? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course, <laughs> that's good. That was that was the best stranger mission in my opinion. It's a shame you ended up missing it. Yeah, that was that was a good one. I mean, I feel like there the were like I, now looking back, I wish I'd done the Hamish mission and got that horse after after my horse had died. That would have still given me that emotional pull in the final mission of the game uh, with Arthur and his horse. But like, there's so many things like that that you wish you'd done, and you're not going to get the same experience going back knowing that they're you know you're still gonna enjoy it obviously but yeah that I, the having buell be the horse to die on your first playthrough is those that's for like the completionists yeah when I mean, when mm-hmm. like when you don't know what's gonna happen to have that emotional pull with that horse it would be incredible but it's just difficult to if anything you, you would want that sort of thing to not be missable not be a stranger mission yeah. so that you can everyone can have that experience but yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, I, I I value the the first time experience of playing these games. It's why I you know I don't reload the game to keep my horse or anything like that. Once it was dead, that was it. It was dead, because I feel like that just gives you a more authentic first time playthrough. But yeah, if I was going to be playing through this again, I would want to be doing all the yeah. all the stuff. Nah, it's so funny because I think in the last episode or two episodes ago, you were like, you know, you you might you got to do things while you got them. Otherwise, who knows? You might be playing them as Jack. And I, as much as I love John, John's a fantastic character. I was like, I need to play this again. I want to do this as Arthur. (laughs) As much as John is such a great character, I want to do this as Arthur. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's just like, like with Jack in the first game, these things were meant to be done as Arthur. And they are only doable with John just so that there's not missable content. You know, it's so awkward how, it, like, you know, you're responding to the mayor of San Denis' letter, like, eight years after he sent it. Yeah, I know, that was a bit bad. Like, you mean to tell me he won re-election, like, four times? You know? Oh, yeah, I ran into and the, he's... you know, the, the two brothers who are fighting over the, the girl and they get you to do stupid yeah. things. I ran into them again as John, still looking exactly the same, eight years later, <laughs> fighting over the same girl. It's like, yeah, like that, that's kind of taking uh, you out of matter. it. See, yeah, just, it, the kind Content needed to be missable in the game. Yeah. And and one of the problems I had too is like after chapter five and you know, I got T beat, I got it beaten a man. Yeah, you know, after <clears throat> that, like what motivation is there to do any side content? Yeah, that's you are true. a dying you are dying of tuberculosis. I'm not going hunting. Yeah. Like, yeah, I stopped you know. I stopped shaving, I stopped cutting my hair. Yeah. I was like, I'm but, dying. And, and that's good that the game gives you that feeling because that's what it's designed to do. And, and make you yeah. feel that way. But yeah, <laughs> some of these missions that are missable, maybe they shouldn't have been missable or they should have been presented earlier on in the game so that you you know, you know would have gotten them done. Uh, and Matty yeah. says, I was lucky enough to have Buell as my horse on my first playthrough. I cried. Like, that doesn't surprise me. Because as soon as I saw that scene, I, I, I knew instantly I would have cried if, if it had been a huh. horse that had meant something to me. So yeah. 
like incredible emotional pose at certain points during the game. Did anyone find Gavin? Yeah, I ran into the guy looking for Gavin eight years later. <laughs> Gavin! Still looking after him. Gavin! <laughs> Have you seen my, my mate Gavin? <laughs> That's actually not far off. That's pretty yeah. impressive. <laughs> I like one of the, the ones I... Because I didn't really hear him that much, but towards the end, and then he did a really high pitch. Gavin! <laughs> took me by surprise. I like that. Um, As... Um... I was going to say, back to missable content, though, um, in terms of the strangers, the way that things unlock, I'm pretty sure, I'm 99% sure that the, no, there's two. There's the veteran, and then there's some other stranger line in Chapter 6, and those are the only two stranger lines in Chapter 6. So, like, yeah. Okay. But to to have the most fulfilling playthrough of it, you need to have the knowledge of a playthrough. Yeah. And the act of having the knowledge of a playthrough makes everything not impactful yeah you know? i agree with yeah. that yeah you want it, it really like uh, me being a streamer streaming it i w would have needed people in the chat to say you should do this like you should mm. do that before you do this and i did get that a little bit but obviously they you know they couldn't do everything they didn't want to spoil it it's still my playthrough so yeah you, you it's it's a little bit annoying with the because it feels like the story could have been so much more impactful if it wasn't so open and like missable yeah. stuff, the uh, something that would be better is that strangers would like you would get some kind of notification or they would appear on the map no matter what whenever you unlock them. Yeah, right. For instance, like the the stranger that you were talking about with the brothers, or uh, you know, fighting over the woman, that starts in Valentine, and the mission that you do to complete that is over in San Denis at a point in the story where you'd have no motivation to go back to Valentine whatsoever. Yeah. So if something would have popped up, you know, or like if it would just appeared on the map, that would have been much better, but it doesn't appear on the map until you get close. Yeah. Wait, so, what it is? The end of that line is in San Denis. Yeah. I no, didn't... not the end. No, the mission, the story mission that you do to unlock that stranger. Mission. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. Like when you unlock it, you have no mo notification that you have unlocked it, and you have no motivation to go to where it is, yeah. so you miss it. Yeah. You know, the next you... time you return to Valentine is sometime in Chapter Six. You know, and you've got TB. I don't care about these bro. I have TB. I don't want to push these guys off a waterfall. Like. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's there's no motivation. So. I'm done. Yeah, you know, I could have done. I could have done some things better. Was I, um, I think the strangers' missions were the best part of it, honestly. I, oh, I, I, lo I loved all of them. I, I feel mean, like some of, of the stranger were missions were good enough to have been just missions. Like they were, yeah. the 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 there were blurred lines between what was a stranger mission, what was just a, a side quest that you would have expected from like a GTA stranger and freaks, and a main mission. Like the lines were totally blurred across all the different things. Which ones in particular? Well, I mean, like, um, well, like now that you've told me about the Hamish missions and how that progresses and the story that goes through with that and the ending and that, that feels so impactful that that could quite easily have just been part of the story. And I, in a way, yeah. I wish it was. So, yeah. And then there's other strange yeah. missions that are just throwaway stuff, really. Because it's those missions that I feel like a lot of Arthur's character kind of comes into play. Yeah. And I think a lot of the reviewers were so quick to try to beat the game 
that they didn't delve deeper into. Yeah, I guarantee you hardly stuff. any of those reviewers got the uh, got the scene with Sister Calderon at a fine art of conversation. I will yeah. still maintain, you know, the ending, sure, that's important. You know, all these other things, that's important. But that scene in particular was yeah. the most moving and most important yeah, scene. Yeah, it was. I, I experienced game. that as well. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, it was, it was so moving. And so, yeah, it was, whew, was, it was a rough one. um but i've got to say like the i i i prefer a a linear story and a storytelling experience and i think that rockstar's storytelling ability has come on so much and this game is the best that they've done and i still feel it would have been better as a storytelling game rather than an open world experience that it was but I still think there's ways that they could have made the story even better and even more impactful from what they had by just making some things more. Yeah, there could have been more choices because, like, you have there's a couple of choices in chapter two, and then a load of them in chapter six, and basically none in between. Yeah, like you you look at you look in the in the guide here where oh my god it's in the other room. But there's like a there's there's a list of choices you have, and then it start you know starts off in chapter two with Jimmy Brooks, you know, that's basically the your choices have consequences, and then it's never mm. revisited until chapter six when you're doing you know all of those missions that are missable, like someone said in chat earlier, you know, helping Mrs. Downs and doing uh you know the debts for oh, Strauss. Yeah, and that's all. Never, yeah. I never did that. Yeah, I, I got into Strauss's debts. Uh, first playthrough, I didn't go on the date with Mary. Mm. and uh try to make my move on her you know <laughs> oh whoops but yeah there's a lot of things that i missed in my first playthrough yeah. that i'm really enjoying my second playthrough even more and i feel like it would have been better if they weren't missable i know that they're not main yeah. story stuff but i feel like they would have been better if they weren't missable like you you had to do them at a certain point i would have made the story more impactful to me at least uh, but i'm someone who prefers to have more of a do this, do that story experience. So I can understand other people not wanting that. I just don't see any negatives to making it missable because it just makes the story better. Yeah. Any then negatives to not making it missable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It would be even longer. And I guess I, I didn't do any side stuff in chapters one to three. Well, chapter two and three, because I just didn't really care enough. But, yeah, and that's and see that's the time to do side yeah that was the problem two and three and four are when all the side <clears throat> stuff happens yeah and then when you come back from guarma there's only two that are unlocked but that was the thing because i had i had so much side stuff to do in chapter six that it became too much for me i got overwhelmed by the amount of stuff that i could do and the hamish mission i had and i could have kept doing it but i wanted to get the game finished because i'd been spending too long in chapter six and i just wanted to get it done at that point because i'd done so many other side missions because there was i just left it all till then and i didn't care about them until it was too late so i would have preferred yeah. them to be you know maybe that maybe in. that's a, an, a some like some kind of metaphor for life maybe that's the yeah the maybe. message of yeah. red dead redemption you know do things before you get tuberculosis and die, <laughs> yeah <you know>? yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe <clears throat> um yeah Maybe i didn't know is. that that is yeah that has really surprised me about the the hamish mission i really wish i'd done that now it's too yeah, late you just don't was. know um and you and you have no there's no indication as to that like that's gonna happen 
Yeah, as great as the the side mission I told you about with the animals, it has no overall impact on the story. Yeah, yeah, you don't know which strangers have an impact on That's Arthur's it. characters, yeah. which don't. Yeah, so you just have to be a completionist to do all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so we talked about you got TV. Uh, my voice has just gone. <laughs> got a little bit. Yeah. Um, I got it beating a man. <laughs> over a few bucks I think we've we've talked about most of the game now until except probably my favorite part of the entire game were the final two missions of the game in really epilogue part two so I that would have been American Venom and what's what's the other one Especially the second last one that I played, where you get married. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought that, that was, was, that, was that, that was probably my favorite mission. I think wow. John proposing to Abigail was yeah. the cutest thing. I, I thought it, it. I thought it was great. <laughs> I just like it was. It was a a mission that I, I just wished I could stop it there. Like just that is it. They've they've, yeah. they've got married. This is the story of Red that Dead. That is the fine. perfect like moment. It doesn't. It doesn't. But because we we know what happens in Red Dead One, it makes that moment even more impactful to me. I think. Um, and using Arthur's ring too. Yeah, using Arthur's well. ring. Just like it, it. Just everything about that mission, just went together. Amazingly, uh, and yeah, that was, that was like, the moment where everything from the first game and everything from the second game all came together for this one moment, as much as it could have done. So I think that was my favorite mission of all, and the very end, like the part two of the epilogue, was my favorite. The best um, part of the the ending was the soundtrack that it played. The soundtrack like, in the young, final mission was incredible. The, the redux of, yeah. of Red Dead One soundtrack. Yeah, was it was amazing. Beautiful. I'm buying the soundtrack as soon as the ears. <laughs> yeah, it was no. extremely good. And, oh, and ha- speaking of soundtrack, RDT. How Willie about Nelson. Willie Nelson? Willie Nelson. Yo. Out of nowhere. I was like, oh my God, it's Willie. <laughs> that yeah. was fantastic. I was like, uh, oh my God, this is fantastic. This is this great. This is Willie Nelson. Someone left a comment <laughs> on my playthrough today saying, um, I, or yesterday saying, uh, I'm disappointed at you for talking through the Willie Nelson song. And like, it was something that I had to do. Otherwise, it would have just got copyrighted or whatever, I think. But I can't remember what part of the game that was. It's your ride away from Pronghorn at the end of Epilogue 1. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Willie Nelson yeah. sings Cruel World. Yeah, okay. That, that song. Yeah. Don't worry. I, I don't expect you to know who Willie Nelson is. <laughs> Old guy but, smokes a lot of weed. He's got pigtail braids. <laughs> but yeah, that was... I mean, the soundtrack of the game is a masterpiece. Yeah, it is. music. Yeah, very, very, very good. I don't know if you guys are fans of Donkey, video game Donkey. Do you watch his videos? I don't, yeah, but I've heard of him. When he, when he does his uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 one, he talks about the guy who does this song, like, when I... You know, when you're going to San Denis, riding, whatever. And just his little, little offshoot or whatever, his little tangent that he goes on is hilarious. Go watch Video Game Donkey. End this podcast. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm so happy for the soundtrack to be as good as it is and have original songs with lyrics. Yeah, usually when yeah. you talk about the oh, what are the best soundtracks in gaming? It's all the you know the orchestral stuff. 
you know, yeah. and stuff like that. And it's nice and refreshing to have a soundtrack that is not licensed music and is also not just beautiful orchestra, you yeah. know, that's, that's proper, not, pro- I'm not going to say proper music, but contemporary music. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with, with lyrics. It's, and it's, what. Yeah. It's, it's funny you say that because uh, one of the things that I liked most about, <laughs> it's weird that I'm going this direction, about the import export uh d not dlc update in gta online was the new music in the background oh like, yeah the music's always been great for gta i was like oh wow look this is nice and new then i got annoying because i played all those a million times but like i was like oh man rockstar really knows how to put a composition together yeah the uh, and the um speaking of sound this is a, not on topic but the arena war dlc soundtrack was made by health who made Max Payne 3's uh, soundtrack. Mm. Oh, wow. So, yeah, huh. that's out of nowhere. That didn't get hyped at all. You know, huh. that's something that's pretty hype. You I know, think the music so. in Rockstar Games is one of the most overlooked and one of the most integral parts to the games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can't... I mean, their single-player experiences are probably second to none. Like, yeah. depending on what you like, obviously you could say things like, you know the witcher bethesda games you know these are debatable but for me any rockstar release is going to be a win yeah i think i think the like the the thing that i came to by the end of red dead 2 was that as a a mix of storytelling games as an art form and games as a a gameplay experience nobody does it better than rockstar in hitting as much of each aspect as possible like the whole thing there are games that for me were better storytelling experiences there are games for me that have better gameplay experiences there's games for me that uh maybe as games as an art form are better as well and often those are like the indie games and stuff what remains of edith finch go watch it um but rockstar gets the level so high in each of those categories that to bring them all together in one game is remarkable. And that's what Red Dead 2 did for me. It, it just made the level overall so high. It hit the marks yeah. so often. Rockstar games are like uh, summer blockbusters that could easily win Oscar awards. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. somehow yeah. they just hit the right mix. It's yeah. crazy. Um, and I just want to finally touch on one of the reasons that Epilogue Part 2 was my favorite and obviously the missions were great and especially that end mission not the last two missions but seeing seeing John's progression of building up the house was amazing and building up his life and I also took more time than I've ever done in the entire game before I knew it was going to end to just to do a little bit of exploration because now I actually cared about it now I actually wanted to see what was around so I went and saw you know the other characters rain's fall which was a nice interaction i went and saw arthur's grave which you know that just has to be done and then Wait, I went arthur and... dies? say again arthur dies no i'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, i went the best and... time i was just going to interject real yeah. quick the best time to visit arthur morgan's grave is as the at the last thing you do for 100 completion oh yeah you get a special cutscene, right yeah, yeah. And if you do it anywhere else, doing anything else, it just kind of teleports you over there, and that's where the cutscene is. 
But if you visit his grave as the last interact is the last thing you get for one hundred percent, it plays that cutscene and you're right there and it yeah. just flows so nicely. Yeah. Hmm. Um yeah, it's interesting how there is there's definitely a right way to go through the game, but it's just impossible to know beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, and then I actually went and explored the Red Dead One map because I was surprised by the fact that that basically wasn't used at any point during yeah, the story. Yeah, it's really weird. I was expecting him to use it, it uh, for story missions. Maybe it'll come as some DLC or something, I don't know, but I was wanting more of that. So I thought, you know, I know that there's four missions to go or whatever it was. I'm going to go do some exploration. I went to these different places where we've been before, um, and it was like, oh, yeah, this is really cool. And then I went to Tumbleweed, and... Just it it gobsmacked me how different it was because initially as I was riding in I was like I don't remember tumbleweed what's this and then someone in the chat said that's where you saved Bonnie the whole ruined town and I was like um, no and I just I was like that that moment of just realizing how it was a fully functional town it had all those shops all the stagecoach everything and you saw the moment that kind of or you even participated in the moment that led to you know its downfall and i just thought that was that was such a a good moment again another missable thing but i'm so happy that i did that before the game finished and that made the epilogue part two even better for me absolutely yeah that uh, oh man everything about this game is so good so uh we about ready to close i think i've said uh, do we touch up upon our five favorite missions? I have in oh, yeah. passing. I never got a full list or anything, but I've said it in passing what the missions that I really liked. I, I mean, yeah, we we talked about. I've got a list. Yeah, you guys can tell say your lists. So I just didn't have one. Yeah, we kind of already talked about. I, I have my list. Uh, last mission from the main story: the assault on the Braithwaite Manor, Colm O'Driscoll's hanging the Jim Boy Callaway side mission, and uh, obviously the last mission in the epilogue. But yeah, we are we already talked about all that stuff. Yeah, my my top missions were a find out of conversation, which again for the sister Calder, it has nothing to do with the mission. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the mission does not matter. The just mission is completely scene. irrelevant. Yeah, just that cutscene, uh, and then the end of the game, obviously, or the end of Morgan's story, Red Dead Redemption, uh, was second for me. You know, the ending of the game really was great. Um, uh, and then Blood Feuds, Ancient Modern. Uh, ancient and modern. That's when you assault the Braithwaite Manor, of course. Mm. A short walk in a pretty town. We talked about that with Sean's death. God damn. Uh, and then banking the old American art, which was where you robbed the bank in San Denis. Mm. Uh, lost lost yeah, our boy. Mission. Yeah. Lost Lenny. our boy, Lenny. Lenny, my boy. And Hosea. Poor and Lenny, Hosea. But oh, that's something I did want to mention was the one time that I actually felt intent like the entire time Dutch is this happy go looking camp leader. Ah, oh, we got to get out. We got to make money. Let's go to family. Tahiti farming mangoes boys. Yeah. <laughs> the one, the first time I felt genuine fear of him was when we kidnap Angelo Bronte and he just drowns him to death. I'm like, uh, yeah. uh, uh, uh Dutch? Dutch what is you... now capable of anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Party, your book covers drowning a man and feeding him to an alligator, Dutch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was insane. But yeah. 
Yeah, Dutch is unraveling. And I saw somebody mention earlier, there's a theory going around that when you crash the trolley and he hits his head, that like because he's concussed, he starts acting sporadically. And I, I don't believe that. Yeah, I, I don't. I <laughs> thought that at the time. And then you know, I don't think so by the end. I think he yeah. just unravels. Um, oh, overall rating, putting six, I, I was putting gonna... six shots in the fucking Micah's chest was so good. Yeah, it was. It was so good. It was so satisfying. How about yeah. I have, and then I had some honorable mentions too. You know about Guarma and building the house. Um, there's two. The two. Well, there's one other scenic mission. How about the fine joys of tobacco with Sean when you burn the tobacco field? Oh, yeah. was that not a beautiful mission? With yeah, the it fire. Was. It didn't that that was was great. impact me that much, mission. but it was yeah, it was pretty. It was uh, it, it it wasn't impactful in the story, no. but in terms of graphics, oh, it yeah. was a it was a beautiful. The set mission piece. that would be my topic for that kind of aspect is I don't remember the names of it obviously, but the one where you're um, taking a ride with Rain's Fall on, on you know he's picking herbs yeah. along the way and then you end up doing having mm-hmm. to do this stealth annoyance thing there was too much stealth in the game there's a negative mm-hmm. um right. and you had to you had to get his thing back yeah, from... if you don't kill the guys down there in that mission you get a special trinket by the way that's right. missible yeah i never did that i, 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 I yeah. got frustrated and then i killed them in the end oh, what the falls, like, don't hurt anybody yeah, i know um, yeah, yeah whatever but the 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 ride that you take with him um, and the scenery, and I, I there's a few times where he stops and picks some herbs, and I just looked out at the scenery. Beautiful. That yeah. was a, that was a great uh, scene for the game too, in terms of Morgan's character development, because that you know it's one of the first times he opens up about yeah. his son. And yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was one of my like favorite that. missions until the last bit with the stealth stuff. Like I actually said it at the time, this is one of my favorite missions so far, and I think I would I mean, still put it in my top five. Hmm. But yeah, definitely the second last mission with Abigail and John was my favorite. Yeah, I think we got to give some love to the comic relief missions though, and there's there's two of them. It's one early <laughs> with Liddy. Oh yeah, of oh, course. Yeah. Got to mention that. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great mission, and uh, advertising the new American art with yeah. uh, where you played the role of Fit. Fitting. Fitting. Oh, yeah. He, he went and killed our mother. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. His idiot brother, Fenton. Pour them drinks. He may yeah, be dumb, fun. but he knows how to pour a drink. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a good mission, too. And it was one of the ones where you and, like, that kind of father-son relationship was shown between Morgan and Hosea. Yeah. yeah. It was one of the only missions you got to really see uh, that. Yeah. Got to do that, yeah. So, so to to close, should we give our our ratings? What about our favorite character and then our rating? All right, I think it's hard to say that anyone's anyone's going to say anything other than Sadie Adler. <laughs> no, Sadie's not my Sadie's a little too strong woman for me. I, I guess say like it's just it's just too played up that Sadie's the strong woman. Like I get I mean, it, you're strong woman. I got it. Are we are we doing favorite character yeah. outside of the protagonists? Or just overall? You can do both. If, if if Morgan's your favorite, or if John's your favorite, that's okay. <laughs> Gavin. Gavin! <laughs> that guy from the other place in Chapter 5. <laughs> um, 
I mean, mine's I, actually I, the, the French guy, the artist Charles. I think. Oh, Charles! Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm I a like Colas. <laughs> I I would probably I think I think um, Charles is my favorite non-playable character, um, but he's like the he's your typical best buddy guy uh, of, of the of the game. But he was he was just a great character, I thought. Um, but I would probably say that John is my favorite, and I wasn't I wasn't gonna I wasn't thinking That's a that controversial opinion. I wasn't thinking that <laughs> as I was playing through him. the game, and it was only as soon as I started playing him again and exposed more of his story in the epilogues that I realized, yeah, this this is the guy. This is this is the guy. Yeah, this is the guy that sums it all up. So, John. Mine was Hosea. Mine was from the first mission you do with him where you uh, rob the stagecoach in the house or very early on in Chapter 2. Hosea was my favorite. Mm -hmm. um, especially if you choose the daytime approach to that mission where he distracts them and you sneak in the back door. Yeah. And Hosea was my favorite, yeah. for sure. I liked Hosea a lot. He was a smart guy. All right, ratings. RDT? Out of 10? I, I said, uh, well, I got a lot. I got a bunch of favorite characters. It's hard to say which one's my favorite, but Charles is definitely, like, a lot of the side people are going to be more more my speed. No. <laughs> um, yeah, what are we doing? Ratings now? Yeah, let's do ratings to finish this off. Out of 10. You can do 0.5s, but. Not, I was gonna not say like point threes or whatever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, nine point five. Yeah, I'll go with that too. It the game's controls let it down. Uh, I was I was gonna say nine. So yeah. Now as a story it's an absolute ten out of ten. If you just oh, take yeah, it in yeah. the story content, I mean it's it's an eleven out of ten. But yeah, it, it's just a masterpiece. But the the gameplay mechanics and the jankiness of some things really let it down. Yeah. It, it can't be yeah. a perfect a perfect game. You know, a there will never be without actual no. perfect game. Like, I think you can find almost perfect when you're looking at very specific things like storytelling or art form or something. But to make yeah. a, an all round game like this a ten out of ten, it doesn't exist. And I don't think it could possibly yeah. exist. So the only way they could possibly make it a ten out of ten is if it was like a thirty hour story. But then the story wouldn't be as good. Like you need to sacrifice somewhere, so controls and some consistency is where they they were had to cut back on. Yeah, but yeah, very 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 good game and definitely a, a recommended a must play. Yeah, must must play. play. And yeah, I must play. I, I think Nos, you specifically hyped up Red Dead Redemption One for me, and a lot of people did that too, saying. This is that you have to. How could you not played it? And I suffered from not playing it at the time. I, it wasn't as impactful to me because it was eight years old, and I'd had a better storytelling experience in other games, and I'd had better controls. And it's you know just the games industry moves on. But I, I absolutely think that Red Dead Redemption Two was so much better because I'd played Red Dead One. 
and no, yeah, both Absolutely. of them. It would have uh, had nowhere near the impact no. if you wouldn't have played. I think. Both of them. Now Dead... you have more of an appreciation for the original. Yeah, Red absolutely. Dead well. And yeah, yeah, yeah. As you're going through Red Dead Two, you're appreciating the choices that he's making in Red Dead One, the things that he had to do, the things that he was going through. Um, and I would say that Red Dead Two is so good that even if Red Dead, if you haven't played Red Dead One, you have to play it, even if you're not as impressed with it right now. It will be worth it for Red Dead Two. So, would you uh, suggest? Play- Playing Red Dead Two before you play Red Dead One, or how no. how would you guys? No. no, I would say Red Dead no. One first. Hmm. Definitely start with Red Dead One. Like in, I mean, in, in terms <laughs> of, in terms of gameplay too, it's kind of like the like, do I play Fallout Four or Fallout New Vegas first thing? Ah, like, yeah, like if you play Fallout Four, you get spoiled by it being all around a better video game in a way. It's going yeah, to be hard to go back to New Vegas and experience the masterclass of quests and storytelling at the expense of the gameplay. Because Fallout New yeah. Vegas is a very clunky game, and Red Dead Redemption is a clunky game as well. So if you get spoiled by the smoothness that is Red Dead Redemption Two, it's going to make it even harder to go back. Yeah, to I agree. The original Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. So I think I think you have the... to take it on the chin that Red Dead One at right now, because you've had better you know gameplay experiences for the last eight years you're going to have to take it on the chin that it's not going to be as good or as impactful as what it was eight years ago, but playing it first will make Red Dead 2 better rather than the other way around. Yes. Okay. Cool. We're done. Finally, I guess this has been been the longest one by far. We're nearly for four hours. (laughs) Three and a half hours almost. That's crazy. And it didn't feel like a, a chore. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's nearly four hours with the uh, with the the pre-show, which oh yeah, we people can people can watch on uh, Patreon <laughs> for one dollar if you want early. Uh, Only one dollar, and then they go up on the on the second channel a week after. But um, yeah, it hasn't it hasn't felt like a chore. Some of the podcasts sometimes do, and you you know you're getting through them, and then it's you know not even two hours, and but I feel like. We just got so well, we we've had so about. much to talk about that it's made it better. And I'm, That's what I'm, happens when you wait a month to well, yeah, talk I, about. I, I would. I think I would rather have a longer podcast every month with more to talk about than. I just hope we have something to talk about next month. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> that we know GTA, no that we know games. Red Dead. We've done it yeah. all now. <laughs> yeah. Um, word for the video. When are we gonna say um, Scrooge? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Merry sure. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And make it a Scrooge. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Scrooge. And Merry Christmas to everybody. Hope you have a, a good time, or a not too bad of a time at least, <laughs> regardless. And we'll, we'll obviously be back this time next month. And uh, some of us in the new locations. Some of us in new locations, but we didn't say anything about that. Yeah, 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 no, no. I'm moving my trailer to a new location. Announced <laughs> it will look the same, but I will Yet be somewhere be. different. <laughs> so my house has wheels, and I'm going to use them. <laughs> All right, do you want to say goodbye, guys? Bye, guys. Bye. Merry Christmas, everybody. Bye, bye. Merry Christmas. Hope you get everything that you want, and Santa doesn't break into your house. <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs>